Welcome to the Youth Hockey Boys High School Hockey Podcast. we got a great show for you today. Joined with us, Mike Luckcraft from Northfield, head coach, and Tristan Sarsland, Benilde St. Margaret's defenseman, senior. And we got a lot more Carl's in studio, so we can make fun of him in person. Tune in. Should be great. is a burning thing and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire well how is everyone doing today I don't know Danny's intro there was pretty Tony-ish uh, that was unscripted though vanilla so. would you say vanilla uh, Tony-ish. I, I, I didn't, I, well, I I didn't even know it was do coming. do it then, Mr. Tough Guy. Yeah. All right, I'll do it next week. Give it to me. Wow. Yeah, okay. That's wow. fine. That's yep. fine. We'll do it. I love it. Mr. Macho. Um, so this week, we have some jerseys behind us. Yep. Um, in honor of the Holiday Classic. I have an Edina jersey behind me. No one else wanted the Edina jersey. Like but it's your favorite. It's team. your favorite Edina player, though. Uh, it is. Oh yeah! Show the number. One of my favorite. I have several favorite Edina players. It is uh, Dylan Malmquist. Yeah, that's a number twenty jersey. Yeah, the most jilted Mr. Hockey of all time. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll talk about one of the most jilted snub in the and snubbed in the um, interview with North Northfield's head coach. We'll talk about Pat White for a little bit. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Let's get started. We got. Lots of news. Lots of news. Lots of games this week, too. Mm-hmm. Lots of games. The past week went to one. Carl. We did. Ooh, <laughs> we, did. Carl. So we get to hear about Danny and Tony's road trip in a little yeah. bit here. But first, yeah. we're, we'll start with uh, the injury front, uh, where I think the biggest news this past week was an injury to Zam Plant in the uh, Hermantown Hawks game with YZ. And Tony, you have an update on his status. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, it's upper body. Uh, if you are. We're at the game. You know that he left the game after the injury, um, and he did not return, did not play the next day against Rosemount at yep. home. Um, it's Obviously, it's an upper body injury. Um, I think at the soonest he could be back is two weeks. Um, at the late, the, obviously the worst, he could be out for the season. Um I'm trying to read. Range. I'm trying to read the tea leaves here with with the with my my Hermantown con, you know contacts and my sources there. I'm guessing it's a month. It's just sure. God, he's not going to be gone for the year. Yeah. He'll be back. Um, their undefeated run through the regular season may not occur like we kind of thought a week ago. That might be the case. Yeah, two weeks is a big to. Season, that's, so like, that's a big did he like Lord Carnarvon cut his neck shaving? No, what I mean by but no, 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 no. There's a definitely an an, in, an injury there that okay. will need some healing, you know, through the holidays. Okay, so um, okay. so that's at least two or three weeks, and then from there it could be six weeks. You okay, know? I don't think it's going to take that long to heal. Um, so uh, from our perspective. Uh, uh, from a fan's perspective and a press perspective, uh, I would plan for at least four weeks for, for Zam. If it's sooner than that, we're great. If it's longer than that, bad news for everybody, especially the Hawks. 
All right. Well, in happier news, we have a commitment to report. Yeah. Ryan Ryan Coring, yeah. in Prairie defenseman, is going to Colorado College. That's awesome. Colorado College is continuing with their new staff loading up on Minnesota players. Yeah, a lot of eagles. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, and a good connection with there, too. Yep. Just remember, that one's hot off the f- press. I forgot I'd give you that one, Carl. Mm. Yeah, I have exciting new little memos coming my way. Yes. (laughs) But I'll go to the next thing I have on my list, which is uh, going to give Danny a chance to rant a little bit. So we hear that not everyone is printing roster sheets this year. Yeah, so Maple Grove is, you have to scan a QR code like you're at a restaurant. I I don't know. I I keep roster sheets. I think roster sheets are important for fans. Danny's binders. You could go home. Scan the QR code, forward it to your inbox or yeah. something, and then Get it to print your it printer. off. Yeah, yeah I, I just think that it, roster sheets are important to watch games because if you don't have a roster sheet and you're a fan, you're just watching summer hockey. What if you're in covering the game like I am? I'm trying to shoot photos. and it, Literally, I was at a Rosemount Eastview game. I was telling you guys before we hit the record button. I was literally looking at my phone all three periods. Yeah. And I'm just thinking what people are looking down at me like, why is this guy even here? He's looking at his phone half the game. And I was not looking at my phone ever part of the game. I was tr- looking at my phone to find out the name of this girl or that player or whatever. And it's just so frustrating and cumbersome versus just putting a piece of paper on the, on the dasher and I can take pictures and watch the game. Try doing color commentary oh, no without way. a way. No. I did it. No way. With a QR code roster sheet? Yeah, I did it for the third period. That's Have you ever terrible. called a color in the Maple Grove before, Tony? No, but I've called many games there. I'm trying to think color. No. I called it with a uh, famous Maple Grove person. Who? Cooks and I called it. Oh, yeah. Did, oh, this year, this game, and he could do the play-by-play? I did it for the third period. Oh, Figured I'd awesome. surprise you for this. Oh, that, that is surprising. I, did I do I did Lakeville Salt last but year? But you didn't do color. I did play-by-play, right? Yes, okay. and you added color. Were you on color with that game? No, we were at home watching. Anyway, okay. Sorry. The next thing on my list, other than okay, so roster sheets are sad. Sad that we're not having roster <laughs> sheets. Right. Let's, let's, yeah. Just putting the wrap on that. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I like Carl here in the, yeah. in the office. He's keeping Danny. I'd actually make this place. move. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's, it's Hang on. Bit. I got to do some dishes. <laughs> I, I can get you some. Anyway. So just a fun little tidbit. We had a, a shots on goal. Uh, that, Final figure that jumped <laughs> out at us. Uh, that's one way to put it. But um, <laughs> East Grand Forks and Crookston game. The game ended up fourteen to nothing. But the shots in that game were sixty, fifty-nine, fifty-nine to one. Let's go one. over the one. I mean, let's go over the one. Let's talk about that. Was there was there zone time? Was, was Robin a, Cook was kind Robin of sh- no, shots again? Sody is the one that's yeah, the, that's true. He is stingy. Mm, yeah. I'm doing games this weekend. I had four games with those guys running the box. So stingy. I mean, a kid had 30 saves. It was easily 40. Oh, yeah. If it's like an inch wide. Nope, nope, that wasn't going in. I'm like, that might have hit the post in the end. I don't know. That That's stingy. But one shot. One shot. Was it an icing? Yeah. I just want to know these might things. The Pirates just let us know. Yeah, yep. we got to know. Our big Pirates fan base. Come on. We yeah. give, give us the truth. Okay, what else, Carl? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's talk a little bit about a phrase that was been thrown around a little bit this week. Um, this phrase is eye popper. 
Okay. And I, I saw this in a few okay. YHH tweets. There was even a little guide telling you, you know, how many eyes. My guide, this thank level you. Of, That's of, my guide. I feel like I'm going to get ripped here. So get ready, yeah. boom roasted. Like roasts, so, I got one coming. So here. when I hear, I don't know, you'll have to. Okay. Tell me if I'm crazy here, Danny. But when You're I crazy. when I hear the phrase "eye popper," I think. Whoa, that's a score I didn't expect to see. That's my reaction to eye poppers. Like, oh, big eyeball emojis, eye popper. But in Tony's, it's like, these are the games tonight, eye poppers. This is Tony's. Let me demonstrate. Eye popper. That's a one. Two is <laughs> three. Are you guys done? <laughs> I mean, this is, okay. So and then, the, then there's the post-game eye popper. One. Okay. Two. Okay, I put a key up there Three. for, for those that people. are. <laughs> yeah, really. That would be good. No, no, there are eye poppers, post-game eye poppers, and pre-game eye poppers. The pre-game ones are like, this is a game that's interesting. This is a game that's got two top ten teams playing in it. This is a game with two top five teams playing in it. This is one versus two. That's a four eye popper. One is one versus two. So, like, Warroad and Hermittown is, lines up to be a four eye popper. Remember the good old days, Minnetonka, Edina games? Let's quit justifying bad science here, Tony. We'll we'll just conclude by saying we live in an era of actual inflation and eye-popping inflation, too. Correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Correct. Uh, Anyway, so we'll take a... But there are eye-popper scores, too, like you said. Yes, yeah. No, that's the use of the phrase eye-popper. I have some eye-popper scores. That's a great segue segue into into, uh, Danny's favorite segment from last year. Who has COVID? Ah, who had He's COVID? so happy about this, but um, <laughs> I'm not happy about this. No, who had it's, COVID? It's, it's it's actually very sad because a team that we've been hyping up a little bit this yes. season and Winona Cotter has had a number of games shut down because of at of least four, four either it, canceled it, or postponed. Yeah, yeah, and then there's been a lot canceled too. Um, actually, another I'll get to another news and nuggets while I'm reading scores. I'll save that okay. one. All right, and I've just got one more thing for you. Um, this is a score Danny will not read that I took some interest I'm in. I'm an elitist. So this was a game between Northern Lakes and Brainerd that happened this past week. Oh, wait. Was that an eye-popper? Yes, no, it was. No, it really was. It was. It really was. Yes, it was. A single-A team that's been beaten down by a double-A team. It's enti- we would never even no. schedule them. It's, it's that's probably a big intriguing. deal for the program. Okay. Sure. Is it a intriguing first? Why well, it's, on a, the, one. it's on, a one? It's a one. It's a one, one on the front side or a one on the back the side. The score was also an eye popper. I thought. Okay. All right. I'll accept that. But hey, so wait. Northern Lakes did win four to two. Yes. But this means that they won the battle for the paddle. Yes. Which is the traveling trophy. Battle I for the it. paddle, which now exists. I love it. And that just got me wondering, you know, what other traveling trophies are out there? And I, I threw the question out to the forum. I only got one response so far, which is that there's the Highway 71 Cup. Between Wadena and Park Rapids. Gross. <laughs> Isn't that, that a great one? disgusting. <laughs> That's but a bag of old laundry getting passed back and forth. <laughs> it's the Highway 71 Cup. Yeah. Here's the empty gas can. If you guys run out, here you go. <laughs> That's disgusting. Like, no. No. We are snobs, but, but my dad's from Wadena. But really? And I would still oh. rip that game. That is not a good game. But... Okay. That begs the question, where are these other cups that are, are traveling trophies? Well, so I know are they? two, yeah. right? Yeah. There's the International Falls and... Does it involve a fish with Fort it's Francis? a fish. Yeah. Maybe Fort yeah. Francis and yeah, International Fort Falls Francis. or yeah. something. You, have, you know, they, they play it for a fish. You have Cambridge Isanti playing, mm. I think it was St. Francis, I thought. Oh, so this it's might like, be like, well, a, they play for like a 
pistol or axe. I mean, it's Chisago County if these things happen. <laughs> throwing block, block of wood. throwing <laughs> stars? I don't know, Tony. Or a block of wood or something like that? I don't know what it is. Misshapen wood. I, I still be, exists. These are cool, yeah. though. Yeah, and, and where do we need more of them? Because there should be more of them. Yeah, uh, so, yeah we'll, we'll take those comments from our listeners. Who should have a trophy? I, I think Rosa Warroad should have a trophy. Yeah, that would for sure. It, uh, it, what about like a, a Lake Minnetonka trophy? You know, with is like, it like a, like a, like a, a Lake bronze yacht or something that you yeah, pass around? Yeah, yeah. like just well, like something exactly. In a, college a football, spittoon. you have the, um, the the three military academies play for the Commandant Trophy. Yeah, that would be a good Lake Conference idea. Like you won the Lake Conference, you get a trophy. You know, type cool of thing. Cool trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never to be had. Buffalo. You know, type of thing on it. Right. Oh boy, we're ripping Buffalo here. I'm I'm starting early. Starting early. early. Elite us this week. We talked about this last night. Danny was the. The, we love our transit of proper team. There's going to be a Buffalo. Thank you, Buffalo. Buffalo, for, yeah. You know, yeah. Deliver us. They're going to lose to somebody. No offense to Buffalo. They're going to lose to somebody really bad <laughs> this no, year. No offense, but you're going to get gonna kicked. All the way, because Moorhead's going to beat somebody good. Yeah. And it's going to lead they all. Have. They're going to lead us all. Yeah, right. They're lead. It's going to lead us all the way. We're going to have like somebody really bad e- on the left. Edina, like, yes, Becker, Big Lake. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Can't wait. it can happen. It's, we yeah. have our. This is a juicy transitive property year. You're ready. That's for sure. All right, we ready for some rankings? Let's do it. Do we have Ooh. A? Did you guys do A? Yeah, we, we did. did A. Thank you we for doing you, A. So. Ba, ba, ba. This is all of a surprise okay. to me. Someone T- was working this weekend. T C R. T-C-R. Okay, who are they brought to you by, Carl? Tradition and Company Rankings. C-C-R. C-C-R. Are we starting on the double A side? Let's start on the double A side. I don't know any of these. This is going to be fun for me. Well, Uh, the top in double A probably isn't going to shock you too much here. E-Dina. Number one is E-Dina. All right, we got that. Did they play this week? No. No. Thank you. They didn't need to. I love when I can't remember because I didn't pay that close attention. You were right. All right. Two. Cretan. And they played like they, they played East both the Woodburys, yeah, yeah. E- in the East Ridge. It was and they're number neither two? was pretty. They're number two. They're, they're holding steady. That's right. what they what they were. Ugh. Tough, tough job you got. Three is Lakeville South. Okay, and they play anyone yet? No, no. no. They play Blaine. That's yeah. their best they quality. Blaine and Rogers. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't play last week. Did they have any? No, no. Okay, they right. play Lakeville North again, out. holding yep. steady. Yep. Okay, four. Number four. You guys are gonna love this one. Why is that up? Oh, God. They lost to a single-A team, didn't they? The best team in the state. (laughs) (laughs) Just the justifications. The justification. How dare they lose to the best team in the state? Right. Okay. How many goals did they score this week? Two? That's why is that up. What do you expect? All right. Who's next? Five. Boy, that seems super inflated, though. Yeah, but, you but think? See, I've seen why. Who else you want to put here? Uh, anybody. Maple Grove. Five. Maple Grove is five. Yeah, that's a Maple Grove. All right. Uh, Number six. Another. You're gonna. Grimace. Chaska. I, fine by me. They are. They haven't mm-hmm. lost. They yeah, will. There, play. Are, there are only three teams left in Double A that have not lost a game. I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Are you dying? Remember telling one of them? No, in Double A. <laughs> That's a joke. Sorry. I got it. I got it eventually. All right. <laughs> I got it eventually. <laughs> dad joke. Dad joke. Ooh. All right. Number seven is Andover. Oh. Can someone refresh? Remember, they killed Holy Family, but they lost they, by five to more the week before. But the, they beat. 
Who? Who? Rozo. <sighs> yeah, a couple weeks Rozo. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I it's thought Rozo yeah. dominated stretches of that game. But they okay. didn't win. All right, it's fine. They beat. Yeah, all right. And, I was there. And that's it, right? And they haven't played Blaine yet, have they? No. No. Okay. That's, that's, that's the, the, that's game, the now. game of the yep. year right there. That's one of the top ten games of the year. Yeah, it's good. I think. And it's good. Number eight is the aforementioned Rozo. Yay! Okay. Yay! I, They're back. Okay. They're back. You dogged them. You have to admit, yeah. hound, hound dog. You hound, you dogged them, and you need an apology I need a to Rozo. I needed a quality win, and I got two. I, I know. I, 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 yeah, I asked knew and that I received, and, and I you, rewarded them. And you aren't going to leapfrog them. Uh, over and over because, because they, they lost, lost and over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my initial rankings did have them one higher, but then it was like, I can't do it. I know. You dropped them out without a loss. That's like a rarity. That's, That's You have to realize that Thor Bufflin got called off the ice for the over two minutes in the end of that game. I, I also would watched have tied the game with Grand Rapids when they could very conveniently got a major penalty and then a second penalty on it to tie the game near the end. Oh. So if we're going to play that game. Yeah, that's a good yeah. game. I like that game. Yeah. I like that's a good game. <sighs> All right. Like so Rozo's game. eight. I think they're higher. I do, too. They're playing more complete and puck right I now. would have flipped Rozo for Chaska because Chaska doesn't have a top ten win, no, do they? they don't. That's they, why. They beat St. Thomas. That's it. Yeah. And that was a What does that win. mean? Yeah, right. Exactly. Right now? They're uh, a class yeah. A team. No, they're double A. I wish. <laughs> All right. They go to state. <laughs> All right, nine. This is where this gets really yeah. interesting. Nine has been illed. Yeah, they're good. Yep. And then that hill? Yep. Because, again, <sighs> they'll beat hill. So you kind of have to be in that order. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Who, I, who I, are the ne- Is, like, Moorhead? Moorhead's down at 15 because, I mean, they, they're, they're consistent. <sighs> um, and that goes in yeah. games in the past where we get to drill Moorhead, right? Yeah. Or can we drill <clears> him <throat> now? We'll, no. We'll drill him in later. Drill him later. Yeah, later. Okay. Uh, they deserve it. Yeah. I, I can bring them up. I will bring Yeah, but they have beaten top 10 teams. Okay, in, enough prayer music. Uh, so wait, <laughs> did they beat Wyzetta? Moorhead? No. No. They didn't. Okay, they lost. Yeah. Right. That's why Wyzetta is. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, okay. Yeah, so but, next but I know they beat Benilde. Yeah, I was there. I was there. Next couple. So Gentry's at 11. Uh, we can t- we'll can we talk about some of their results, I think. Um, okay. Mixed emotion. Oh, they have a crappy Got schedule. prior leg Who'd in there. Who they play? The, the Wisconsin the, Badgers two, this Two week? of the best teams in Wisconsin. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, what? How do I judge that, Carl? I don't know. It's, it's hard, but you look at it and you think, well. I feel bad for them. They can't get games. In most years, you know, the top Wisconsin teams are like the top A teams. That's, that's always been my kind of benchmark. Yeah. All right. So. Let me throw a question back at you guys. Uh, if we had an opening in Hockey for Life next year, would we allow Gentry to play in it? Because they're going to be good. I, I would. I would need to see on that. Wouldn't it it'd be interesting? Could be it would definitely what, be compelling. That's for sure. What would your other co- uh, participants think of that? That's the question. That's my point. Like, will they want them in? I mean, they're if they're if they're going outside the state to get games so they can hit their twenty five. What does that tell you about their scheduler? I mean, it's not an easy job. Mm-hmm. I give them three games in the Twin Cities against three quality opponents. I'm their best friend, right? That's a jersey wor- worthy, you know, thing. <laughs> you want a Gentry jersey? <laughs> they have white numbers. Why not? All right, all right. I'm just I'm throwing out that it's a pod question, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's a pod question. Like it's like mm, well, you know. Um. Okay. Let's do Class A. Sure. All right. All right. I've got it here, so we'll just read them off. Uh, one right. Hermantown. Hermantown. 
number one it's in your minds. Mott. <laughs> Mott doesn't drop, yeah. do they? No. No, they had a good week. Yeah. Okay. Good win and an impressive near, near win. So Right. Yeah. Three is Warroad. More feeling better about that than we were last week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be Rapids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they could be number. Isn't Rapids like ranked number two in someone others, someone else's rankings? They were in let's number play. three yep. in that yep. rankings. Yep. They sure in were. Let's play hockey. Yep. Yeah. Come on. Yep. Yeah. Greenway it was in the top ten. So it's not in let's play hockey. I, I'm pretty. They were in some ones. I don't know. They were in some. No. Well, well, the Greenway one has to be a joke. I mean, the nobody. Gre- no. Come on. Let me just have my my uh, rant here. Nobody in their right mind. Ever this year would have Greenway in the top 10 for high school hockey. So I just want to give a little bit of history of why this is a mistake. Um, so is they were cut and paste from like a previous year? I, no, it's not it because I be. looked up to 2000 and what, 18? When were they second place? It was eight, 19. 19. 19. Okay, this week in 2019, they were ranked number seven and they were ranked number eight in somebody's poll this week. Okay, that team had D1 commits. This team can't field the JV team. No, I, I, <laughs> I'm 100%, but I'm not like, this isn't, that, that, that was, it had to have been an error. I mean, like, it like, has it, to be. They're not, and I love Greenway. Great, everything, great history. Everything. They're just not a top 10 team, and they're not anywhere near the top 10. No. There? Nope. Okay, and I'm not bragging up our rankings because we have stunk a little well, bit on the rankings front, but we're not putting Greenway. Yourself, we're not know. putting Greenway in oh. our top ten. Okay, is something that I I just how much time do you spend on the rankings, Carl? It's a couple hours. Okay, yeah. I just like it's it's time mm-hmm. every week yes. that you put yep. in. We might pick you apart, right? But you. Take your time with these. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, they're saying nice things about me. Oh, oh our no. our our entire rankings document that yours is included mm-hmm. in takes me nine hours every Monday sure. to yeah. put together. I, I just yeah, I believe it's that. a yeah. it's a sorry. Slog. I just wanted to put a caveat in. Yeah, that. it's okay. a ton of time. Um, Number okay. four, four. A uh, little shake up here. Fergus Falls sliding up a spot. Ooh, I would classify them as not beating anybody yet. Have they beaten anyone? Mm-hmm. But they haven't. They've done exactly what I'm we've wanted. Yeah. They've done exactly what we've, we've wanted yep. them to do: is blowout games. Teams, East Grand Forks. Yep. Yeah, and blowout games where they need to blow them out. Who'd win, East Grand Forks or Fergus Falls, if they played on a neutral site tonight? Oh, actually, not on a Sunday. On Monday night. Who would win? Uh East Grand Forks. I probably think so too. But <laughs> I'm just but our rank- results are results. Our I rankings don't... are based on results, not I... based on who we think would win in a head to head matchup. Okay. Or who would have won in twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number five is Little Falls. Mm, man, that is I know you two will have comments we'll, on the We'll on talk the about Dairy Queen mm. in a little bit. Number six is Delano. Sliding down a little bit after a not so great week. What did they do? Help me out here. They, they lost. Delano lost to Chan three to one. Yeah, that's not a bad loss. And then they beat Mount Westonka two to one. Two to one. And mm-hmm. I think I might have both of those games. So okay, noted. Seven East Grand. They can go real high this week. The sky's their limit. Yeah, they'll mm-hmm. be they'll be they'll they'll replace Fergus Falls in my opinion at yeah. four if they beat them. Yeah, yeah. easily. Um, eight Stenfeld. Boy. That's a homer pick. They had a better week. They had a better what week. What did they do? I don't know. I really they don't. They ran a bunch of teams they should have. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
It's just hard with Class A scores because they need to beat the teams at a significant margin that they should, and they need to not lose terribly. Number nine uh, is Northfield, who will be making an appearance on this podcast later. It's about freaking time. That's all I got to say. It's about freaking time. And number 10, Tony, Minneapolis. Yes! Woohoo! Day made. Yeah. Day Can we just say this? made. My team is not in the top 10. Danny's team is not in the top 10. No. Mine Yours is. is. Suck it, podcasters. Suck it. You went to Earned. A- Beat Alexandria. Alexandria. The best team in the state, according to my friend, the engineer up there at Alexandria. Yeah. We were told that Alex is the best team in the state. And they're. Who know? Number one, so, I was told. So Minneapolis should now be number one. That's true. No, no, no. But they're in, and they're legit. They got some. They've done some good things. Did you go to Patrick Henry? No, no. But I did have a tweet this week. Did you see the tweet about the girls' hockey player? No. So I went to cover a game. There's a girl who works for us for Minneapolis. It was against Jefferson. She had four goals in the game, and I said something. Blah blah. blah. And I go and the. Tommy's, Patriots, Teddy's, Lakers, oh, Millers, yep, yep, blah, 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 yeah. beat instead of, you know, because all the different schools. They don't even have a name now, right? Yeah. No, there are no na- yeah. that That was the joke, was yep. to mock that they don't have a nickname. Clever. Good job, Dad. All right. All right. Well, speaking of Northfield, should we, should we do an interview? I think we should. Tony, take it away. Thank you, Danny. Today we have Mike Ludcraft, head coach at Northfield High School. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. Uh, we are going to have a lot of ground to cover here. You're an older fella, so there's a lot of uh, fun stuff to talk about. We have some young bucks here, but they got a lot of juice on you already. I'm excited to uh, get her rolling. Before we get to some of the stuff they remember, we're going to go to our uh, era in the 80s and talk a little bit about growing up in Burnsville. And you were a bit part of a big powerhouse in the mid-80s. What was the competitive nature like playing with the with the Braves back then and just just the neighborhood or or just with those teams yeah I mean certainly a fun time and a lot of great memories um, from back in the, the early and mid 80s in Burnsville and you know growing up with uh you know with a special group of guys that I've maintained friendships with uh you know from from when we were young kids playing you know street hockey all the way up through all the youth uh, hockey association into our high school experience and and, uh, you know, growing up in the neighborhood with, with Kevin Gorg and Marco Siki and, and the McDermott's and, and uh, a lot of – and Tommy Dennis and a lot of those old Burnsville uh, fun hockey names. Tommy Dennis, now you're, now you're name dropping. I mean, this right. is, that, that was part of the Chicago, like, pipeline. Remember that? I mean, you had Granados and it was well, – how did that all start anyway with you guys? Yeah, you know, I knew that uh, that that Donnie uh, and Robbie coming in. Donnie was a senior. Robbie was a sophomore. Uh, I think there was a job transfer for for uh, the Granado. Uh, was it at Marvin Windows or was that a different it, it, different? Yeah, it could have been something <laughs> like that, right? Uh, um, I think Big Don worked for Stroh's, and there was a uh, a connection here in Minneapolis that that moved that family into the area. Certainly, a nice addition to our team. For that uh, period of time, for sure, they were nice, nice family. So, Coach Osiki, legendary Tom Osiki, you know, what do you take from now that you're a high school coach? What do you take away from him? What is the one thing that you take from from Mr. Osiki? 
Yeah, you know, I had a unique relationship with Coach um, because Mark and I are similar age. I'm a year older than Mark. Uh, coach Osiki coached me in a bunch of other sports growing up. He was my baseball coach. He coached soccer. And so it seemed like, you know, he was super involved uh, in Mark's athletics and just in Burnsville coaching, as well as being the high school hockey coach throughout that time. So I knew him a little bit, which um, was great, probably lessened that intimidation factor. Um, you know, the high school coaches, you know, always has a little bit of that as you're a young, you know, a young player coming up and dreaming of playing high school hockey. And, and uh, so um, it was, it was unbelievable um, during that time when you could see Burnsville kind of edging ever closer to, you know, breaking that seal and, and, you know, getting into the tournament. You talked about the guy, you, you dropped a couple names like, like Tommy Dennis and Osiki and Gorgie, those guys. Who are some of the other guys that you might be in touch with today, even on a, you know, personal level or professional level around the rink? Yeah, from that era, I mean, I still uh, see Herm Finnegan once in a while. Kelly Ramswick I'll talk to on occasion. Great athlete um, quarterback for the football yeah, team, right? Yeah, John Burrell, um, Scott Bloom I see every once in a while. and, and uh, He's got great flow, doesn't he? You he guys does. got matching still. domes, don't you? <laughs> we do. The shine <laughs> is there. <laughs> yep. I still talk to Marco Siki, as we as we just mentioned. Um, so there's definitely, an, and of course, Kevin Gorg and, and that, that whole crew. Uh, of guys. So there's still, you know, eight, 10 guys that, that I see on a regular basis, Scotty Branson and, and some of those SB, guys. SB, he was uh, my neighbor. I lived in Burnsville when I was a little kid. So really? SB, he was, yep. Oh yeah. All the Bessers, group. all the Bessers lived in the, in the neighborhood. So like right. Brock's dad was our neighbor. So yep. it's kind of, a, yep. there was a bunch of Bessers who owned a bunch of real estate right. behind us. So what right. a great family, right. big family yeah. too. Nice Oof. people. Yeah. yeah. Good people. So, so that's neat. We talked about who we follow through there. Um, yeah, let's get to Carl and I's history, no, and we'll yeah. ask no, those questions. We're, not alive we're yet still here. back in the eighties. Okay. A, a couple okay. more, a couple more eighties questions. Okay. Um, you guys go to state uh, when you're a sophomore. You have a crushing late game loss to Hill Murray. Was it extra sweet winning when you finally did get that title when you were a senior? Yeah, we it, it, absolutely. You know, I mean, and we somehow had this alignment with Hill. You know, we uh, we had a good team my sophomore year. Obviously, Todd Okerlund was kind of the leader of that team. And and he, you know, was really a driving force to the success and getting us, you know, over that over that hurdle, which, you know, took time. But, we, you know, we catch Hill in the, uh, in the championship game. They get one late to beat us four to three. The next year, um, we unfortunately both end up losing in the first round, but we catch Hill in the consolation round and end up beating them in that, in that consolation round. And then, you know, the following year, um, my senior year, uh, we catch them again in the finals and uh, are fortunate to, uh, to come out on the good side of a four, three victory in that game. So Hill and us were very aligned through that period of the, of the, 83 through 86 actually uh state tournaments when you uh, i, I want to pump your tires a little bit here so um wait this but, isn't you no, haven't been no okay. we're, we're gonna go heavy oh. pump here so <laughs> you you're quite an athlete um well, talk about your you're post. quite an athlete no, he is i'm telling me he was uh, i don't know if he is now but he sure was so it, it, after high school uh, go through your – you went to the university of minnesota for at least one year before going to st thomas correct 
two. I went to I went to the U of M for two years, so didn't play a ton as a freshman. Yeah. Um, you know, this Buteau recruited the class I came in with. And then uh, uh, Doug Woog was hired as the head coach along right. with Dean Talifus and Bill Butters. So didn't play a lot of games my freshman year. Had a good team. Uh, that was kind of the Wally Chapman, Pat Nicoletti, uh, Tim Berglund uh, era. Yep. Um, and then my second, my sophomore year, um, had a regular, you know, regular line, had a regular uh, role on the team. Played the first 11 games and then got a pretty significant knee injury. Oh. That uh, ended up kind of taking me out of the lineup until towards the end of the year. Um, kind of got back playing a little bit towards the end of the year. Um, you know, team qualified for the Final Fours down in Detroit. Yep. And uh, so I was a Red Wing draft out of high school and, you know, had some thoughts about, you know, maybe trying to, you know, play at that point. But, you know, it um, – you know, it's weird. I don't know. You know, sometimes those things kind of run their course. I was, you know, super active golfer in the summer times. Maybe we're just a little bit different as the, you know, commitment to that single sport, right. even though I was, you know, playing at a, at a university that had had some success. So anyways, I uh, ended up at coastal college, had a, a guy that I worked with um, uh, at a local country club that was a student and on the golf team down at coastal Carolina. Oh, so okay. No way. That's yeah. Where I ended up my final two years and, and finishing up my school down the, at, uh, the, the university of South Carolina coastal, yeah. the yeah. Chanticleers. Yeah. So, so you went and golfed there. I did. Okay. I, yep. So you just, when you were visiting Kevin Gore, you were just a visitor to the campus then. You were never. Correct. Okay. Yes. We won't get to that story. Kevin's, Kevin's already told it. Unless you want to give a better version of the story where you're, where he plays a prank on you. Yeah, that um, that one might it's it's a little bit of a lengthy story, but uh, <laughs> yeah, let's not. We'll, we'll move on. We'll, we'll move on for a different yep. for a different. Ask later. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. Off it's a good air. one. It's a yeah. good one. All right, Danny, I'm gonna hand it off to you now. I just got all that. I did get all that '80s stuff out of my system. Okay, Carl and I will take this from here. So you come back to Minnesota then after college, and around 1993. You joined the Burnsville staff then, correct? Yeah, correct. Yep. Kevin Gorg had just been hired as the head boys hockey coach and asked me to join him as one of his assistants. Did Gorgie succeed Osiki then? Um, no. Was um, John Barger was okay. actually the, the head coach at Burnsville. Um, and so uh, he, he was done in, after the, I guess, 92 season, and Gorgie got hired in 93. So then how long do you and Gorgie stick around at Burnsville then? Yeah, so unique time there. Um, just Gorgie as, um, as an educated school teacher trying to get into the district and kind of tie together you know, his career, his teaching career with coaching was really difficult. There just was almost no teaching opportunities. So he and I coached at Burnsville 93 and 94, and then a great opportunity came up for Kevin, not only to be a head hockey coach, but to get into the school district at Moundsview, which uh, was 95 and 96. So uh, he had invited myself and Tom Palkowski to go with him uh, to Moundsview for the, for me, it was a two-year period um, for 90, uh, 95 and 96. 
Okay, so then 95-96, you're at Moundsview. I'm trying to look up quick, see kind of where you guys were at in that. So you made it to the semifinals in 97. So the 96-95 semifinals and quarterfinals. So not spectacular years at Moundsview. You leave because of what reason? Yeah, um, super fun. You know, a different conference, a different time. Obviously, Hill Murray was kind of the horse in that one. So we, Gorgie and I always kind of laughed. We kind of realigned ourselves with with battling with Hill. And, you know, kind of kind of the yeah. Billy Schneider uh, was kind of our lead guy coming there in 93. And then uh, I end up, I'm, I'm, I'm a golf professional by trade. And so an opportunity came up for me, which was super unique. Uh, an individual from Burnsville ended up winning the Powerball lottery. And uh, this, this gentleman had an aspiration of owning and operating a golf course. So at that time, golf was just booming. I, you know, there were so many courses being built. Um, originally, he was looking for something that was, you know, open that he could buy, but just couldn't connect with with anything there. So, and Tiger Woods he, comes on the scene in '96, so this, yeah, it right, just, it all goes together. Right? Oh man, goes crazy. So this individual um, finds a nine-hole property uh, in St. James, Minnesota, called Watanwan Country Club, <laughs> and as part of this purchase, he's able to buy 50 acres on both sides of this existing nine-hole course which he is going to help him expand it from nine into a championship 18 and then rename that golf course, St. James country club. So super great opportunity for me to come down and be part of, uh, you know, watching how an architect works and, and the construction of a golf course. So I end up, it just ended up being too far away from Moundsview to, to stay connected with the hockey coaching. So you come back to the cities uh, because St. James is, out there, yeah, this is southwest of Mankato for anyone who doesn't know where Correct. St. James yep. is. Yeah, so you come back to the cities in 06, then yeah, I end up getting hired um, at Northfield Golf Club in the fall of 2003. Okay, so come back to, to, to kind of the metro area, south metro area in 2003, and yeah, a few years go by, and a new Burnsville coach pops up, Yanni Kilby Halme, and uh. Somehow I'm not even exactly, I don't remember exactly how, but we get connected uh, on possibly going back and, and helping out as a coach back at Burnsville. So Yanni's first year is 06, 07. So this is a legendary year in Burnsville hockey. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Burnsville started on a slow start, and really the top team in the state all year was Holy Angels. Yeah. Yeah, that was a super, super unique year. Coming in, I think Yanni was – it was great to have new blood in there, somebody that maybe didn't have a ton of history of what was actually happening in the program. There had been, you know, some lean years there. I, I, I'm not sure they had won a playoff game or had gotten, you know, through the second round of a playoff game for maybe even close to 15 years, for, for at least 12, 15 years. So um, Yanni came in you know, just a super strong background in, in coaching and athletic training and trained a bunch of, you know, high level college and NHL players. And you could just tell, you know, right away that he had a method. Um, it took a while for the kids to kind of buy in and grab a hold of it. But I think, like I said, I think at one point we might've been three and nine or four and nine and just kind of trying to figure out, you know, who, who are going to be the guys. 
and we had a couple, you know, we had a, uh, a guy named Jake Hendrickson, a guy named Tyler Barnes that uh, we're going to, and a, and a defenseman named Chris Franks um, and, a, and a goalie named Randy Johnson. So those, those guys were going to kind of fit that mold and, and lead us. So, so had a great second half of the year leading into the playoffs. So you guys are on fire. I think uh, on like a, at least 10 game win streak going into sections, you come to the semifinal game, you meet Egan at Braemar. Right. Explain that game. Super, super unique game. So, um, we get down two nothing. I mean, almost immediately. So it, it, it feels like they're kind of all over us. We had had a couple of good battles with them, but we kind of find a way to come back and we end up beating them in overtime. So, you know, everybody's all jacked up and, and, you know, here's Holy Angels waiting for us at Mariucci. And we're, as a coaching staff, we're kind of thinking, well, this team's like 28. No, they're, just super loaded. We're going to play them on an Olympic sheet of ice, which doesn't probably suit us as well. And, you know, we're going to play them on a Wednesday night as the first half of a doubleheader in front of whatever 10,000 people down in Mariucci. So just real quick to give you some idea how good the Holy Angels is. that one of those Holy Angels teams that would go play Shattuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Because they right. couldn't get a good enough game in Minnesota. This was the last great treble team. Right. And this was a truly, truly great team. Right. Okay. All right. Continue yeah, they, backing off. I can't yeah, wait to year, hear this story. Yeah, the year before, you know, they had gotten beat in the semifinals, and I think they, they really backloaded the schedule this next year we're talking about to try to, you know, ramp up the competition. I mean, they they destroyed everybody. They won the Schwann's Cup, and, and uh, it wasn't even a close game, and they were – beating Metro teams and Northern teams with ease. And so they, it was just this kind of a scary game. So this huge snowstorm comes in, you know, and dumps, you know, whatever, 15, 18 inches of snow and all the games are canceled on Wednesday. So it gets rescheduled for 10 a.m. Saturday morning back at Mariucci. So, you know, we meet in Burnsville at 730 in the morning, you know, and it's just a, you know, which, which was such a benefit for us because, we think we're going to come into this environment of all this craziness and, and all these <coughs> rabid fans. And we get there. And I, and I, I remember my dad telling me a story of that. He actually didn't get into the game until halfway through the second period because Mariucci didn't have enough staff yeah, to take tickets. They were terrible in that era. Yeah. And <laughs> so the first period, it was like 25% full. We get outshot 17 to one the first period, but we're up one nothing. Tyler Barnes catches the puck <laughs> behind the net, wraps around and scores. And I remember as we're walking off the ice, uh, you know, the whole Angels guy is just saying, you know, like, like, don't worry about it. We got it. We got it. We come off of the second period and probably play our best period of hockey all year long. And that period ends and we're up four to one. And everybody's kind of looking at each other like, like, what do we do? You know, <laughs> you don't mention a perfect game. <laughs> this wasn't part of the plan, <laughs> right? I mean, Holy Angels hasn't been down four to one, you know, in ten years. So, as we're walking back to the locker room, Yanni is is kind of saying, like, do we even go in there? You know, he knows how nervous everybody is, and and you know, our captains are kind of taking over. So, as we walk in for kind of this third period speech, Yanni starts talking in Finnish. <laughs> and and you know it's just he goes into this probably 15 second finish you know rant and and all of a sudden he stops and the kids just start laughing so he, you know he just he had this real knack of being able to break the ice and kind of calm the situation down and we were able to come out in the third and 
I think it went four, two, four, three, and then we scored to make it five, three, and they scored kind of on a weird lucky goal to make it five, four. And with the empty net, Chris Franks, you know, shot one down the ice to make it six, four, and that ended up being the final. And, and here was just this, you know, this massive, massive upset. So, so at the end of that game was the building full. Did it get full? It was absolutely full. And I, it's funny coming off the ice. We've never got so much congratulations from Minnetonka and Edina. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're 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 fired up for us, right? That, that we just were able to knock off Holy Angels. So, okay, so uh, then yeah. let me walk through the state tournament. So, Tony, you don't know the state tournament as well. No, but I this don't. This is kind of a cool. I'm state raising tournament. three kids at this time. Lucky, yeah. I, oh, I yeah, barely know what's going on. That's yeah. the dark right. spot for me. So, the number two seed Rozo walks Woodbury seven two. Number three, Woodbury made state tournament. Still yeah, laugh at that. So. yeah. <laughs> David <laughs> Ed, David Eddy, I think was yep, the, yep. on that team. So then um, Hill Murray's up. They're the three seed. They play Rochester Century. Another Kid one. named Alex yep. Kangas. Yeah, yep, I remember that. Steals that game in overtime. Okay, so they, they made the semis. They made the semis. Okay, it's a dark team. era for me. Then you have Edina, the number one seed. They lose to Grand Rapids. That's the Zach Budis Everson team that mm-hmm. loses. Okay, yeah. so this is the the spur to now get Anders on this team yep. because of this loss. Okay, right. and then you join Blaine Burnsville, and let's talk about that game. Well, the great part about that game is Blaine waxed us in the regular season, <laughs> and so yeah. this was in the early part, days. Yeah, that was par- part of that early part of the season yeah. when we were struggling, and. I, I know they came in um, not not overlooking us, but definitely thinking they had the upper hand, and we were just a completely different team in the second half of the year, and ended up taking it to them pretty good. I think we beat them four to one, four to two, and four to two. Okay, and I remember um, Blaine guys sitting on the bench after the game, kind of just taking in the atmosphere, and it was you know it was okay, not, kind of a next up type thing. We had just beat Holy Angels, you know, so. You know, here we go. Even though we hadn't been to the tournament in a long time, the guys, you know, had a mission and they were focused. So now this is where I tie in St. Thomas. Okay, <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> we warned you. We warned yep. you. So right. St. Thomas loses to Duluth Marshall in double overtime. Dan okay, Ojox. so Dan O'Jocks scores in double overtime, um, and so I'm beat, tired, laying on the couch at home, watching the late game Daddy. of Grand Rapids versus Burnsville. I remember this game. Grand Rapids was a big team led by Pat White and Joe Stayschool. Ryder Jensen was in goal. This was a loaded team for Rapids. They go up 4 nothing right away, 4-1. 3 nothing. 3-0, okay. Yep. And yep. then late in the third period, like under five minutes, it's 4-1, right? Or three, it, it, three nothing. Yeah, three, no, three, yeah, nothing. It was three, three nothing. nothing right? Yeah, I think we scored the first goal with about two and a half minutes left. Yeah, and, and it Rapids was in firm control of this game for the majority of it. Is that safe yeah. to say? Yeah, we got off to a good start, and it seemed like there was fairly equal play, and then all of a sudden, it slowly started to slip, and they just kind of took over, and uh, it definitely had the upper hand. It could have been worse than three nothing. Okay, so now let's talk about the last two and a half minutes because this is what makes this game one of the most legendary games in state tournament history. Yeah, so it 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 was crazy because you know you you kind of get one, and it it just keeps your attention, right? The guys are playing hard, and okay, you know 
we're not shut out and we're getting outplayed. But, and I think at that point, um, you know, looking back on the commentary, Grand Rapids had played a couple of fourth line guys because quote, you know, they had the game in hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, we get one and then uh, we, we're, we're about to, you know, we're going to pull the goalie. We get a puck in the zone and boom, we get another one. Okay. So. Um, and now the, the rink has like totally shifted from all Grand Rapids like rooting. And it seemed like the whole audience is on this game rooting for Burnsville. Is that fair yeah. to say? Oh, uh, it was. Yeah. You could just feel the, the momentum and the energy. So <clears throat> there's less than a minute left and we get a, we get a puck out of our zone and we're going to pull Randy Johnson. And, you know, we kind of get a puck up the half wall and uh, it gets in the zone and, and Barnes slide or uh, Hendrickson slides it across to Barnes. And he, as he's going towards the net, he kind of gets taken down, but gets just enough on it to redirect it past, you know, through the goalie as he's kind of crashing into the net. And there's about 45 seconds left in the game. And all of a sudden it's three to three. So you go to overtime. What was the conversation like going into overtime? Because you we have that three-minute period. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because, you know, all of a sudden there's this gigantic energy rush and, and, and Grand Rapids calls timeout. And I remember Yanni telling the kids, anything on net, any chance you can get a puck, get a puck to the net. Because right now Ryder Jensen's rattled. And, you know, let's get anything, you know, from the sideboards, from the corner, let's get something to the front of the net. And there's a face-off play uh, with about 15 seconds left in the game. And, of course, Barnes, Parizic, and Hendrickson are out there. And the puck gets just slightly deflected, or Tyler Barnes gets a breakaway. And, you know, for us, it's like it's going to be over because this kid's so rattled that, you know, we're going to go in and score. But it was the perfect overtime, right? It, it didn't last very long. And as we look back, we kind of laugh because we're, you know, we're talking about, you know, make sure we back check and make sure, you, you know, you're covering up your zone and make sure we're doing a good job in front of the net. And Pat White picks up the puck to the neutral zone and five Burnsville players watch him as he, as he comes in the zone on, you know, on, he's a right-handed shot, but on on the left side and he kind of drives down low and literally just throws this backhand puck out high in the slot. And it is it is in the upper left-hand corner in so about Sammy Rendell scores. Rindle's yeah, scores. Sammy Rendell yeah. scores, who went on to play at Bemidji. And if you if you ever see the replay of this, like Pat White is below the goal line. Yeah. yeah. Through mm-hmm. his legs, yep. past the Sammy Rendell streaking down the slot. It was just one of the most amazing passes. You can't stop it type of thing. Yeah. We were so focused on Pat White that we kind of lost track of anybody else on the ice and, and he caught it in the slot and just didn't even hesitate a second. Randy didn't even have a chance. It, it was caught yeah. and, and thrown in the upper corner in just, you know, in just a second. So great okay. comeback that fell, it fell a little short. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it's funny. He listened to these guys. Lucky talk about this game. Like you and I talk about in the eighties, but I yeah. get cut off for some reason. Oh, what's going on? Here? <laughs> well, it's, it's in, <laughs> most of our listeners are actually alive for this one. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, even that's hard to be a reach. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you say he had a question, Carl? You were no, raising hands. No, oh, okay, no, so. he was pointing out the time. Yeah. I'm looking, okay. I was just had, have the game sheet up from that game. Right. Um, ridiculous. Okay. So. so you stay with Burnsville for how long? So I was there 06 through the 11 season. Okay. And then um, I ended up getting hired uh, 
to to run the golf course in in Madison, Wisconsin, called Cherokee Country Club. So I ended up moving out of state, uh, out to Wisconsin for a couple years. Okay. Did you succeed, Mister Tiziani? Uh, he's still there. He's still I, there. I worked at his golf course. Okay, yeah. all right, so, gotcha. So, yeah, worked at Dennis's golf course, yep. uh, Cherokee and Madison. Okay, yeah. so then what brings you back? So then, you know, kind of my, the relationship that I had with the ownership group when I was working at Northfield Golf Club, a lot of those individuals not only were owners of or part of tradition companies, which owned Willingers and Legends, um, I owned my house in Northfield. It was a little bit of a tricky time, you know, with real estate. You know, sure. Everybody's sure. housing was taking a dump. So I'm out there for a couple years and, and the guys at Tradition reach back and say, hey, um, you know, if you're interested in coming back, we got a spot for you uh, to come back and, and run Willingers. And, you know, again, having a house in Northfield, uh, it seemed like a good fit. Um, I went out there with for a uh, young lady um, <laughs> you went to fortunately, Madison fortunately came yeah. back with with a different one who is now my wife <laughs> and, uh, oh, that worked and, out. Uh, the mother of my two children so oh, that's uh, awesome so uh, so diplomatic yeah, life has a plan right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. yeah so um yeah got got hired at Willinger's in, in 2013 and moved up as a golf director to the Legends Club in 2014 so then you start coaching at Northfield in what year? The year after? Yeah, yeah so I, I end up – I'm actually the peewee coach in 2013, and then in 2014, uh, Bryce Berry, who was the head coach, um, ends up you know moving up towards Egan, and so the, the high school coaching job comes open, and so I get hired as the Northfield boys varsity coach or hockey coach uh, in uh, 2014. Okay, so let's walk our way up to, to 17. Yeah, so you made two yeah. section finals yeah. before 17. So uh, what's leading up to the 17 year? You know, it, it. I mean, and you guys know hockey, so this is such a similar story to kind of the, the how Burnsville kind of happened. So I get there in 14, and, you know, we're – I think we're just an okay team. We've got a nice player in Andy Carroll who's playing down at Mankato state now. And, uh, but we're, you know, we're not a great team, but we're kind of a, you know, hardworking muck and grind. And we kind of find our way to the section final and have a super great game with, with new Prague lose two to one. And so I feel like maybe we've overachieved a little. So we come back in 16 and now we've got some, we've got some talent and, We've swept Mankato West in the regular season, and East we thought was going to be our big rival. So we beat them five nothing in the semifinal, and and here we go. You know, forty four years of Northfield hockey <laughs> is gonna is gonna is gonna make a tournament in two thousand and sixteen, and we get to this section final, and and we just kind of we don't play our game, and and we're nervous, and and they score about midway through the third period, and uh, end up beating us one nothing. Um, super, super disappointing for sure. The most disappointing loss, but like in like Burnsville, you know, it's that stepping stone of kind of learning, you know, we became so individual in that game. And so the next year we come back and we're, you know, talented and we're the, you know, we're the one seed, but we've never been there. So <clears throat> we, uh, we end up winning a game in overtime against East in the semifinal on a really nice give and go play. And then we get, uh, Red Wing in the section final in 17 and the shots are 
really heavy one-sided. I think we, we end up out shooting them like 50 to 15. But they had the but, ghost of Johnny Pohl on their team. Oh, man, I tell you. <laughs> and, and Northfield had had a bunch of battles, unfortunately, you know, come up on the wrong side of most of those through that Johnny and Mark Pohl era. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's that hurdle. You know, you got you to gotta find a way over that thing. And, and so finally, we, again, we make a nice kind of give-and-go play in overtime and, and get the game winner, and it's kind of the monkey off the back. And let's go to the state tournament. So we, we get there in 2017, which from Class A was super unique because there were seven number one seeds and a number two seed, which we end up catching Monomedi in the first yep, round. Yep. So, um, you know, kids were super excited. I mean, it was the perfect storm. We play the one o'clock game. So all of Northfield gets out of school. So they're loving that. And, um, you know, that class A is, is, you know, a unique experience because you play Wednesday and then if you happen to win, you're off on Thursday and then you, you know, play in this four game semifinal on, on Friday and then hopefully, um, Saturday. But if you can kind of win that first game, then you're able to stay at the X for all three of those games. So great, uh, Super great experience. We were able to win that first game against Matamidi. Yeah, so the rest of the state remembers that game for the hair. Were you paying any attention to that at all, or was your team just absorbed it in its own hair? Or <laughs> Yeah, you there? know, it's funny when you when you see that because, you know, that's a team unity thing, and they're trying to bond and come up with something creative. But we're on, when you're on the other side of that, you know, you definitely look at that like, okay, there's a little extra motivation to uh, <laughs> send that hair out of there. And I, you know the hair thing has become such a big deal at the state tournament. I always, you know, kind of tell this story about us going out for the first time and I walk in the locker room and the kids are all, you know, none of them are there and I'm thinking, okay, where are they? And I look and there's 20 kids combing their hair in the bathroom of the uh, XL energy center. I'm thinking we we've lost focus. (laughs) And that was, I mean, I'm involved with the hair, but I think that was kind of the height of the hair because they had the, ESPN was there documenting yeah. all those kids. You remember that? That was the that was the yeah. There was because of the because of the ESPN yeah. documentary. But you were literally that was the epicenter of the hair on that right. specific tournament. And boy, did Matamidi ever pay the price! I think you guys <laughs> yeah. made yeah. them pay the price. And you, you know, I mean, people talk about that. That was one of their motivators the next year, right? Yeah, well, you get in those games, like I said, and all of a sudden you see them all come out bleached, and and it just gives you a little extra motivation. And and they had a good team, you know, they did. We uh, we were fortunate. We had we had very good goaltending, and Ryan Bielenberg um, kind of backstopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they outshot us. It wasn't two to one, but it was probably you know thirty to twenty or something along those lines. But um, you know, kind of a good way that we had, had been able to battle through games. We got down early, and really the most fortunate thing for us was we kind of escaped the first period. Yeah. We, we kind of, we had that first time state tournament first period, you know, guys are staring up at the lights and looking at this huge crowd and, and, you know, trying to, you know, gain their bearings and play hockey instead of just, you know, hot potato every time they get the puck. And we kind of got out of the first period only down one, nothing. And then, you know, found our bearings a little bit and, and uh, you know, in a tied game coming into the third and then, you know, got a lead and, and held on to that lead and, and got an empty netter. And I mean, what a, what an experience, you know, just to, to be at the X and that's everything, you know, that, that, that you talk about as a player and then to be there as a coach, you know, it's that much more. So it yes. was, it was so. unbelievable. 
I, I think that from a coaching perspective, I bet your kids, if they've listened to this, they get this far of the show, they're going to learn a lot about you. But let's learn a little bit about those guys. And what do you got right. this year? I, I have you guys in the top ten, but my these two clowns with me don't think Northfield's a top ten worthy team. Tell me why they should be in the top ten. Let's throw them to the boss. Okay. Yeah, this, this is – I'll tell you, this is going to be an interesting year. Just the realignment. You know, we were a double A team for a couple of years, which, you know, caught us at a weird time just with, um, you know, kind of a, um, a lower number of players in our program. But Northfield hockey, I think, is on the rise. Our youth programs are strong. And so we're, we're seeing that some depth this year for the first time. So this is probably the first time in my coaching that we've brought back kind of depth in each uh, area. So we've got some, some leadership and some depth up front. We've got a couple of D men that came back that have, have some experience and we're really good in goal. And so with the six sophomores and the freshmen that are part of our team this year, there's some really highly skilled players. So if, if, and when we can kind of, you know, gel together and we can, uh, you know, get those guys, um, you know, believing and and playing hard and and playing every shift and playing smart then you know we have a chance um the section realignment you know brought new prague uh back into section 1a so they'll be a tough a very tough opponent uh lords uh, has a nice team um you know but Mankato's got, out now yeah they they moved down to section three so they're in there with uh minnesota river and and new Ulm and and i think uh you know, so so they'll have an equally as good chance on that side of the thing too. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, in addition to this, you know, this year's team being a strong team, your Bantam team is top two or three in class yeah. Bantam. So you got a really bright future. Yeah, it's um, again, it's it's hopefully you know things are lined up, which is again the first time I've seen this in a long time. Our youth coaches have done an amazing job, but. Our, P, our Bantam team was good last year. Our Wee team made it to state last year. They're both really strong this year. And um, and there's depth. You know, there's a, like I said, there's a bunch of young guys playing on our team that are, you know, that are really contributing this year. And so I, the future's bright. We can keep that thing going. We've been, we've been super fortunate to have good goaltending. And our goalie this year is a junior. So we'll have Keaton, you know, for at least another year beyond this year. Wow. So yeah, it's um it's it's a fun time for sure. Well, we had a fun time with you, Lucky. I appreciate you coming on. Mike Luckcraft, head coach at Northfield High School. Well, that was a fun walk down memory lane there. I think all of our like collective hockey history has kind of got mentioned. Which yeah. is really kind of they all kind of they all kind of cross paths there with Mike Luckcraft. Yeah. It's- yeah, funny how many things go through like that Grand Rapids Burnsville game in two thousand seven. I mean, honestly, yeah. I watched it. Yeah, you watched it, and you weren't watching any hockey. No, and, and Danny and I, I think we would both say that was like one of those games that was like, "This is yeah. what hooked us." Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a yeah. it's a memorable game. It was m- probably the most memorable game in our high school. Yeah, because you were dead on the couch. I was watching it with friends at someone's house, and we're like, all of a sudden, like you know, we're doing whatever, and then all of a sudden, this hockey game is like, oh. Oh, doing whatever. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons got boring for a second, I guess. I never played anything like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's so funny. Now that I like live in the forest of hockey, every game matters and all those things. You know, I remember all the details and everything. But like when I was just a regular 
guy had a regular job and business and stuff mm-hmm. and had kids playing hockey and chasing them. You're, I look back at that perspective, like only the big games mattered. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like every game for me is like, you know, like an eye popper or whatever you call it. But that game. We was, don't call it eye popper. Whatever you call it. I do. <laughs> um, and that game specifically uh, is one I'll never forget. That's up there in one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, that was a good one. Well, talking about games and games of all time, maybe not. For you saw one that uh, it may not be. Uh, yeah, I have five, a new profile top, pick. Top one of the past year or so. Yeah. yeah, well, it's a new profile pick, yeah. and that's why it is. Um, and we'll get to it in Which a little profile? bit. Which one? I changed my profile pick. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm just learning this now. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, because right. I took a pick of the scoreboard. <laughs> I gotta look this up now. Danny's just a scoreboard. That's all he's I doing. even tweeted it out. Do you not look at my tweets? No, I'm sorry. No. I don't no. Know. I'm looking up your profile now. This I didn't change fun. the cover. The cover is the same. I know. This, okay. I know. Well, let's I know. be clear. Okay, let's get Scores. started. Rozo 7, Moorhead 6. Rozo came back, I'm pretty sure, in this game too, didn't they? Or I can't remember. Either uh, way. Danny has my computer right now because he can't yes. put down his scores in another way. So, okay. Yep. All right. I would look it up. But. I wrote them down. I emailed them to uh, anyways. Um, so, this is a very impressive win for Rozo. On the road, they tend to win this game, actually, on the road. It's kind yeah. of weird. I know. Interesting. It's yeah. so weird why they win this game all the time and it always flips the other way. Yeah, I, I can't explain it. It always gets played at 6 o'clock, and they always win it. They are... Jacked and ready, it feels like. Yeah. And, you know, this puts him in the driver's seat right now in 8AA, and we'll talk about it in a little bit. What does why. that even mean, though? I mean, the driver's that... seat in 8AA. I mean, I, I hear that. It's fun to chat about. But literally, this comes down – the whole season comes down to one game in Bemidji, right, or Thief River or wherever yeah. they're going to play. We, it, right? we, thanks for – No faith of... in Elk River? <laughs> no faith in Elk River. Elk River had um, a good score this yeah. week. Yeah, uh, we'll get there. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was on no. there or not. Okay. But that, yeah, they, they were in the top twenty-five this week. So will they yeah. win a game this weekend? No. Okay. No. Okay. It, it, the only one that they have a EP. shot at is EP. EP. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Holy Angels two, Holy Family one. Interesting. Interesting. Exciting for Holy Angels. Good, for Good Holy bounce Angels. back after Woodbury. That's yes. all I'm going to say. Yep. Why did this go dark? Okay. Um, Chicago Lakes four, <laughs> Monticello one. So that I that's an eye popper. It's in a post game eye popper. It puts them in the driver's I'll accept, seat. I'll accept that as an eye popper. It yes. puts them in the driver's seat of five A. No, no, it doesn't because they're does in four A. Oh yeah, they're in four A. And Little Falls is in the driver's seat. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, okay. Saga really a loser. Just gonna of hang this up yep. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the double blanket. <laughs> okay, the double blanket <laughs> swaddled. Um, okay, Gentry two. Armstrong Cooper won. That was okay. the one. So I knocked Gentry out of the top 10 this week. This was the reason, not because they lost to a Wisconsin team. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't didn't even know they lost to a Wisconsin team. I saw they yeah, beat they I think they I have they, that they one. They had two. They played Notre they Dame. Lo- they they lost go- Notre Dame. They beat Hudson. They lost Notre Dame. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one's upcoming. Okay. They upcoming. beat Hudson? Yeah. Ugh, that's not by much, though, was it? It was close. It was a competitive game. It was yeah. competitive. All right. Yeah. Um... New Prague three, Orono three in overtime tie. 
Oh, that's why they're not in our top ten anymore. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the I just kind of fifteen so. range, class A. Yeah. Oh, Orno. Told you so. Orno is just one of those teams that's going to be in the ten fifteen for a little bit, mm, mm-hmm. maybe higher, maybe higher. Um, so fifteen to twenty, I think. And it's just where other teams lay. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes it interesting. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear some more. I love S- these. Stillwater three, White Bear like two. I was in Stillwater this week and yeah. got to look at their roster. I think there's some nice players on that team. Yeah. And they gave Blaine everything they can handle. I'm sure that's coming up on your scores. Yep, that is. Yeah. Um, interesting score. Really puts White Bear in the number four. Yeah. Which could mean they're playing Hill in the semis. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, okay. Then I move to Mankato East, eight. Mankato West, three. That's... East is now the number one seed in three. Yeah. Okay. Three A. Yeah. That's that result is an eye popper. That result. I was talking to Coach Freeze before the season about his team. He's like, "You guys, he fries, right? Freeze. Um, fries is what you eat at a. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Fast food. Mm. Freeze is what you. Okay. Um, So he and I were talking, and we must have said something on the pre-show and he, he and I were talking he was like or our fall show yeah. about they might not be very good he goes you're sleeping on us we'll show you and like I he he exuded a little confidence about his team okay this year in it and um and, and now it shows I mean they boat yeah, that's raced. A good they sc- boat raced them that's I mean, a good was, score that's a really good score yeah. um so impressive um, now my new profile pick, Little Falls uh, 7, Alexandra 6. Unbelievable game. It, it was kind of hard to describe. Tell really. the story. Yeah. So um, at a minute 15 in, uh, checking from behind, so sends Alex to the power play. They For five minutes. Sc- they score three goals, should have been four. They scored four goals, only three counted. Yeah, let's put it that way. And so now, when you as you hear the story, Alex is already minus a goal that okay. they should deserve. Yeah, continue on. And, and then they go up. Let's just say six to one. Okay, that's kind of they go up six to one. Yes. And it, late in the second period, little at, f- at this point, I'm like, I let's start go. the car. Yep. <laughs> Start the car. Auto start. Let's we'll just keep it, keep nice it warm. 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 Warm it up. Let's, yeah. Let's. We'll be out of here the minute the buzzer goes off. And so we're we're standing. We we're standing actually on the um, Little Falls goaltender side, and Tony's like, oh, "Let's go get some pictures from the other side. It's gonna jinx me, I know." But then we go over there, and Little Falls scores two goals right back to back, and yes. it was like, "Okay, okay, we got a game." At the end of the. Second period, it's six to three. It's interesting. Yep. Interesting. Do we go outside after the second period? So we filmed something. Yeah, you never know. Something might happen here. Yeah, we'll stick around. Yeah. And so then, now in the last two minutes of the game, that's when it started to blow up again. Well, they did score right out of the gate. So it was six yeah. four. So it was six four. So it was close. You know, like so now, now we got it. Now it's now the boys yeah. are sweating a little bit. Yeah. Both sides. You know. And so then they pull their goaltender. And they make it 6-5. Yep. And now Alex calls a timeout, right? I, I think, don't remember. I don't re- They did call a timeout. Yeah, they called a timeout, okay? And they come out, out of the timeout. 
Little Falls has a little bit of offensive zone control, empty net, okay, mind you. Yep. And then they shoot, and it hits the pipe, and they keep playing. Little Falls has the puck in Alex's zone, zone. fires the puck toward the net somewhere, around, hits the crossbar, net. Crossbar. Crossbar hits something. Clank. I think it's more of a, a ding. Like it's, yeah. I don't think it's in the net. But, again, my – I'm trying to get the game time sure. goal. My head is kind of in here, so I really can't and, judge. And we're right. We're, we're on the right. dots, okay. so we're so right there at ice level too. It was very hard to see. Yeah. And now the the linesman did have a sight on it too because he was on the he other was side on the goal line, completely unobstructed. So, so he had a much he better view. Yep. Yeah. So the puck shoots view. out then real quick. Yep. And play keeps going. And I looked immediately at that linesman, and he went, goal, 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 goal. And, and it was like, and wait, nobody sees this. And no, nobody saw it for, for about, about two seconds. Yeah. And so, like, the puck is up to the red line at this point. And this goal, goal. And so then Little because Falls. Because the, the empty net. So the, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, Alex is trying to put the thing in the other yeah, net. Yeah, like, they're, yeah, they're frantic. Going, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he's going, no, boys, come on back. This is a goal. Yeah. And so now we're next to Alex, and they are. Alex's bench. It is. They're losing on. it. They're losing. They Now they've got, they've lost the goal that they should have had, and now they're giving up a goal that they shouldn't have So this up. is a two-goal swing. And meanwhile, they have just come back off of a five-goal Deficit, which I have never seen before. It was not in the yeah. high school ranks. Yeah. Okay, and so uh, we go to overtime, and Alex came out swinging right away. Well, Alex, not only did uh, Little Falls have one penalty in an eight-minute session, they had two penalties, and they were both legit. They were these stick the leg out yeah. trip. Yeah, I mean you had to call it. Yeah. obvious penalties. They weren't makeup calls. They were not makeup calls because I thought for sure they were going to get at least one makeup call because they kind of, they they the refs didn't have their best performance. They were the worst team on the ice by far. Yeah, right. Yeah. I saw a lot of ref shows this week. <laughs> it was a bad one. Frustrating. But anyway. So yeah. so now and then obviously shorthanded uh, little falls ends it on a kind of a weird carom off the back wall and. Yeah, we got it on video. I I filmed it. Yeah, I said let's get this thing on video. Yeah, Danny so we we filmed the whole overtime. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. It was fun. We got a good uh, we got a good uh, entertaining game for the, for the last period and a half. It, it was kind of funny. We were talking to James um, at the Flyer Media Production uh, before the game, and we were joking around that Little Falls can't win every game. Like the Hanowskis like to score, you know, and they sure did. They sure did, and which yeah, is yeah, kind of funny. They were we were talking about their style. Their style. Mm-hmm. They need to get learn to clamp it down. They can't win seven to six. They can't. Like, <laughs> yep, they won seven to six. They won seven to six, and so, um, but it was a it was a lot of fun to go up there. First time at the exchange, it was a cool rink. Yeah, um, yeah, it was different. Yeah, you know. It. I like I, the fact that it's basically on the school grounds. Yeah, across the parking lot. It's probably it's not great. in some people's books. It would probably not oh, make yeah. Jazzy's book. No, <laughs> no, no, probably wouldn't. Um, but yeah, no, it was fun. It they was. Were, it was a great little barn. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Enjoyed the visit. Two hours away, so it was easy to get up Doable. and get back. So. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a good time. Um, you talked to Carl on the whole way back, so yeah, we uh, did. Part of it, yes. <laughs> um, okay, moving mm. along. Wyzetta one, Benilde zero, overtime. Ooh. This had to have been that was a that Wednesday night game, wasn't it? Yes. It was. Why is yes. that like these Wednesday nights? They do. You know, sometimes 
Wednesdays nights a good night for me to go out to a game. I thought about going. You went to a basketball game, didn't you? I went you? to a basketball game that night, mm. and that was a good game too. But um, I'm checking my phone. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Thank God I didn't go to this. Zero, zero after one. Zeros after two, and I was like, oh. "Here it goes." And I'm, now I'm at a buzzer beater at a high school basketball game in a packed gym. I'm like, "I made the right decision tonight." Yeah, you know? yeah, because this had all the workings to be a snooze fest game. It turned out to be. I really think that this does not bode well for Benilde coming yeah. section time. This is my opinion. I agree. This game I, is, that was all I kept yeah. thinking about that night. This game is part of why I launched Wise Out up. It's like they imposed their style on Benilde. Like, they didn't let Benil do anything they wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Which is impressive. Yeah. yeah. It, which scares me about Benilde, too. It really does. That if Benilde can get pushed around to not play their style, they need to be consistently playing their style. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who they're playing against. So it makes me nervous against does them any time. mean even next year, because I think they'll be even better next year. Who? Benilde. Okay. That they'll be able to ever enforce their will uh, in this high flying style that they play, like you know, they I think, have I think, I think Kenny wants to be a Dinah where they yeah. they just boat race people, they just take people to the cleaners. I mean, eight one, yeah, I think but, that's what he wants to do. But that's not what he Dinah. Does. have done though? I mean, no, Grady Dyna yeah. teams are built on like really like, solid like defensive. That, but they're also going to beat you up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah. beat you up, right? And, right. and the thing is, when they won with Bessie Labo, Lebowski, yep. and, and uh, T.J. Moore. You know, they were so good. And then they had a second line that was solid with Ristow and stuff like that. And they yeah. had real defensemen, like a bunch of real good defensemen. Yeah. They had, I don't know, like two second round draft picks and Ryan Collins and um, Glover. Yep. yep. And so, like, Plus some older guys who, yeah, Austin, yeah. right? And probably. Uh, I think Austin was, Austin was the year later, but. Um, Gleekel, I think, I think or, no, those are later. They yeah, were 16, um, 17s. You're talking. You're thinking like um, twelve. Don't worry. You're don't worry. It's, it's, it's on an open spreadsheet 12. there, but uh, uh, it's on a spreadsheet of Carl's computer. Yeah. But we'll right. move on. So yes, it makes me. This game makes me nervous if I'm a Benilde fan. Really does. Okay. It's the kind of reality check, isn't it? Yeah. This is like we've been playing so well. Look at how we almost beat Hermantown. We crushed Hill Murray. We yeah. crushed EP. Yeah. <laughs> don't oh, ask me. Matter. Don't yeah. ask me about my business, Kay. Because it's, it's <laughs> almost like a different sandbox, right? When yeah. they go play with Hermantown, they can play. The they way can they play, play like their play. style. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We have five five games with if, a minute to go. Yay! And like well, now we got to go. If Wyzetta dictates their style in the game and they win that battle, and they likely will. They're going to win the game. Yeah, that's the scary part. Is they will beat you down that way. They yep. will block shots and do what it takes. Um. Okay, this was an eye popper score to me. Eden Prairie ten, Blake three. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Blake said a couple where they just even it rains a pour. It seems like. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. yeah. It's just I don't know what to read in I that look team. Look up who their goalie is. It's not Axel Reed. No, no, that's my. That was the point I'm making. Yeah, they had him in net for four years. Five. Like, I know five, but he didn't play a lot as an eighth grader. Is what I'm saying. He he could have COVID would this. <laughs> yes, he could have. <laughs> um, yeah, that that score is surprising. Centennial six, Champlin two. It's not that surprising. I'm just putting this out there that because you're going to come back with the Maple Grove. Score. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Chan four Delano two. So I got that mixed up with the Mom West Tonka. 
That's the Mount West Tonka score. Okay. Okay, sorry. I've said that. Um, That's interesting. I like Chan. I know you do. This is your chance to talk about Chan. They had a lot of good young players. They really do. And they could have had a couple more, too, a bit. They went to Minnetonka instead, but man, they could have had a really nice team this year, and they got a really bright future. Again, sixty percent of the these Chaskachan kids, their Bantam teams, top team in the state or top three, sure. are all leaning towards Chan uh, right now. So, a talent, the talent battles being uh, battlegrounds are in Chanhassen okay. right now. So, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm liking this team for a future. Okay. Hill Murray three, Matamidi two. Hill had fifty eight, fifty six yeah, shots. I saw there was some skepticism about that, but really, where yeah. was that? Aldrich. Yeah, yeah it was at Aldrich. at Aldrich. I know, but, but where's so the skepticism? are you saying that the Hill guy was jacking up the bit, numbers apparently. so to make it look like? Yeah, jacking him up or down? Yeah, keep clicking Whoa. the shots. Keep Whoa, clicking really? the shots. Yeah. So you're not saying Joe Darnas, Ben's dad, wasn't doing the shots? I mean, a lot of the goalie dads love jacking. Maybe up the he numbers. just looked in there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It might have been a, a pact going on. It's like, you know, all right, you know. all right. Got it. So, good Fine. score for Matamidai still. Hill, we'll see them this week. Mm-hmm. Carl and I will be there on Wednesday. Yeah. It's, yeah, still, question mark with that. All right. Uh, Monticello 2, Orno 1. It's... Mm. That tells the story. It tells us it, how good Monticello is because mm-hmm. we know yep. that. Orno's a twelve on a good day, and I just eighteen on a bad. Got to show that, okay? Um, Okay, I do have the score. So, TBT to um, two to one Gentry over Armstrong Cooper. Elk River ten to three over Armstrong Cooper. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, huh? Huh? Like, that's where the Gentry score like is notable, but. This Elk River score is interesting. All right, so Gentry is not in your top ten. Nope. But they are on your. They are on the forum. Yeah. As eleven. Yes. Yeah, they're eleven. It, it's interesting. Like Prior Lake there instead. No. 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 no, no, no. Yeah, St. Thomas Moorhead. No. Yeah, well, yeah. Moorhead maybe. Moorhead beat Benilde, so. Yeah. But I know. I know the big butt. We'll get to the big butt. That's the big butt. That's <laughs> then, that's the clincher on this. Yeah. Segment, I'm guessing, right? Because uh, we get to roast Moorhead. Uh, I don't have... No, because that's early in the day. I don't have that as the... You can cl- you can big butt them some other point, okay? All right. Moving Carry on. Carry on. Um, Rogers big for... Big butt them? <laughs> I don't want to big butt anybody. Yeah, th- th- we don't do that here, Danny. All right. <laughs> Rogers for Blaine for overtime. I was on a streak of three straight overtime games. Um, so... The this Rogers team is pretty good, and they're still missing good players. I know, I know, and so so they'll be even better. They'll be even better. I'm, but they they need you didn't size. Like Blaine, I didn't like Blaine. Huh. I didn't really. Yeah, how I, how can't you like Blaine? I think Blaine look Blaine is a proud program. Let me t- say say that. Yeah. Okay, this was an average Blaine team. Okay. okay, that's right. it. It's good, but they are still average. Blaine. They have a lot. They have some good power forwards. They have some great size. Okay, and um, Walden and Net has been in there for you know Axel Reed years. It yeah. seems like he replaced Daninger, who graduated ten <laughs> years ago. <He> did. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I 
overall, they're very good, and they will be very competitive in 7AA. But do I think they're on the same level as certain other teams? I, I said earlier in the show, I still think Andover Blaine is the, is the big game. Yeah, Rapids has a lot to prove still. Yep. And we'll get to that shortly. Um, Chaska, Chaska 3-1 to one over Buffalo. Okay, just throwing that one out there. I know. Giving you some. I know where we're going with this. Mm-hmm. Um, Herm- we're leading to the big butt. Preview. Hermantown 2-1 to one over Wyzetta, <laughs> which is a good score for Hermantown in that game, especially yeah. with Zam getting injured. Yep. yep. Um, so, hung in there. Yeah, Fun hung away. in there and it scored against Wyzetta. Until he got hurt, they were, no one could argue, the best team in the state. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, Rosso four Rapids three in overtime. I Carl has already thrown wet blankets on yeah, it. I, I watched this game. Oh, it, it was a, on the background. Did they have a broadcaster? No, it was just a camera. Was it like the camera that goes? Yeah, yeah, it sure was. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't the best hurts. viewing experience, but I, you know, at least had some sense of what happened. So Rapids was, I say, was a slightly better team through the first two periods. You know, had you know had a lead, but then Rosso just turned it on third. I, really, I really think that Rozo is a team that does not care what the score is. They don't care. They they just are out there to win. They are gamers, and they are out there to win. And it doesn't make a difference. And so, yeah, I, it does not – doesn't matter if it's 7-6, 4-3, 2-1, they're going to game you. All right. It's early. It is, but they are some of the best – I think I'm going to be at that seen. section final yeah. this year. Hmm. I've never done it. I'm doing it. I think this is the year I'm going. Well, I can't go to Mariucci, so might as well. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to Bloomington or Braemar. Yeah, I'm going to no drive way. drive to Big right after hey. work and just <laughs> camp out. Yeah. Hey, you know, you live in Bloomington. Isn't that convenient? Why? To go stand in an arena with 3,000 people? No, that's inconvenient. 3,000 people? I'd rather jump on a plane and fly, fly up to... Deep River. Yeah. Peter did it. Said yeah, it was awesome. Right, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Um, okay, this is a score that was surprising to me. Bemidji one, Sartell zero. It That's was, one of those it's weird. Yeah. And again, it's Bemidji's okay. I know I saw them. They're okay. But it's just a weird score. Yeah. I mean, they've beaten Duluth East, but who hasn't? I gotta look at Sartell. Everyone. Sartell <laughs> does you know, Sartell beat Alex. Yeah. Um but the number I, one team in the and state. And I wasn't there. I wasn't there, yeah. but I, I wish I would have. Yeah. Um, but there was something else that 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 interests me about Sartell now that they're double A is like, how do they rank? You know, are they a four or five type team in the section? Yeah, they could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they could be. Um, where am I? Moorhead four, Benilde three. This was a real back OT. and OT, sorry. Back and forth style of game. One team would score, the other team would match. And yep. I, I thought Moore had played really good hockey throughout. Gavin Lindbergh played really well. Harper Benz got uh, is on the second he the line. GWG, didn't he? he did have the GWG. Um it, I thought Moore had played better than when I saw him earlier in the season. I thought that I was like, okay. Moorhead. Yeah. I can believe Carl now. Yeah, they're, they're... I, I walked away thinking that. It's a a common thought when you walk out of a rink. But, <laughs> but then, later. What? Oh, Carl died over there. Oh, okay. The storage is full. Uh, and so then, um, I I was pretty happy with that team. Uh, they were good. 
And it, it was it was what I was expecting was finally going to happen to Benilde, is they were going to have a so-so week. Yeah. And, yep. and it happened. Um, okay, Notre Dame 6, Gentry 4. The, why this is worth noting, t- Tony? Okay. Ends their win streak? Yep. At how many games? Ooh, jeez. Well, last year they won the 18, See, this is what I want to save this not for news and nuggets. Mm-hmm. about three or four this year. 25. 21. 25. Yeah. Did they have some COVIDs last year or something? I don't know. Because wasn't 18 the max? 18, yeah, plus three plus. There were they, they had, I think, two year. before. Had, I think they had two wins before on this season. Yeah, so they must not have got to 18 games 20, regular yeah, season. yeah. Yeah, they could have. I did the 18 plus 6 is 24 mm-hmm. plus 2. I had about 26. Yeah. Oh, but you, did you count, like, the section? The three states? section games in three states. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But still, 21-game win streak. That was the longest in the state. It is now snapped. Yep. Um, so that's worth noting. But we could also add in there that they haven't lost to a team from Minnesota Thank you. Oh, is that going to be their Hermantown stat? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Just Hang being, that banner. Just being a nerd. Okay. Um, Minneapolis 4, Alex 2. We noted this already. This is a good win for Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> okay, we're moving fast past. Yeah, let's just burn right past. Well, when I was in high school. Yeah. It's Minneapolis' best win in 40 years. And yet, we're 40 years? <laughs> wow. Wow. That might be a little hard. Just... Boom! Boom. <laughs> Thud right over the head. They were in state in the 90s. That's true. That's true. <laughs> 40 years, though, that doesn't Ooh, matter. Minneapolis Edison? That yeah. does not count. Or Roosevelt? That doesn't count. It was yeah. like tier two. Uh, I'm uh, ripping now. So yeah. now I'm, 40 years? I'm no longer yeah. on their side. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Haven't been state? The real state tournaments in 1980. Yeah. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. Um, 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Carl. Oh, no, no, no. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, Eden Prairie, four. Duluth East, three. You were at this, Carl. It was very even. Was, I'm surprised like, by that. That even game? Yeah, I was too. It you was, thought EP would drill him? Or at least control play more. Oh, I thought it'd be even. Yeah. I thought yeah. it'd be even. Yeah. Not be based even. on the hound scores. But uh, the way this guy talks oh, about the ASPCA over there. Here we go. Here we go. Here it comes. Like, here comes the. All but have one they won game. yet? All, they won all yet? but one has been close. Have they I won yet? I will remember still you. Still moral yeah. victories. Moral will victories. Will you remember me? Yeah, here we go. Yeah. My <laughs> Randolph, where are you? <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, I don't know. You think it not as sold on when EP? When is the first no. c- could Cloquet be their first dub? Yeah, I think they should. They should be Cloquet. <laughs> they should be. Oh, I've heard that before about Cloquet. Yeah. Especially game one. And yeah. It's yeah. Been some dastardly I'm aware. games. <laughs> game one has never been a good. Game I'm aware. One, game one, Duluthy's Cloquet is never very good to you guys. I'm aware. Uh, okay. Andover 9, Holy Family 1. Oof. Whooping. Oof. If we had a woodshed uh, sound effect, that 
It would be on fire. Would have gotten it there. Well, yeah, they were the original victims of a cretinning, weren't they? Yeah, they yes, just got they were. Yeah, they got they husky. Got <laughs> they got they got cretin hard. Yeah, they're down bad. Yeah. Um, War Road four, Grand Rapids three in overtime. So this was like three nothing War Road, like after one period. Yeah, and then Rapids came racing back. It was basically the Burnsville game in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, something I will note about Grand Rapids is they cannot close right now. Yeah. And, yeah. and that makes me really nervous if I'm a and Grand And you look Rapids at this team, fan. it's just like, who is going to be that person who scores that big goal? Who's Step gonna up. Who's going to be that team leader? Because, like, yeah, they, they they control games. They're deep. They're, they look decent all the time. But it's like, where's that extra bit? Yeah. Uh, we'll find out this week. Yeah. What will their record be this week? Uh, Two and one. One and two. I like that. You're saying one and two. You think they'll lose to EP. They'll lose a surprise game to one of those two. They'll lose to Edina. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. They'll beat Elk. They'll lose to EP. They'll yeah. lose to EP. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see them beating Edina. <sighs> EP comes two and one out of that thing. That would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Maple Grove Centennial in a Landon Gunnarsson last 27 seconds goal. I called it on the broadcast. Wow. Yeah, so just wanted you so to I've say. <laughs> um, no, like I called yeah. the game-winning goal. I called who was going to score. You were doing play-by-play? Play, oh, or call, you said, call. Oh, he's, 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 he's saying he, he predicted the goal. Yeah, I predicted it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm Nostradamus. Did you yeah, your shoulder? T- yeah, by by, by choosing the best the player on the better team. Yeah. yeah, I got the second pick, so I like. <laughs> let's just put it that way, okay? Right. Um, but I will say this about Maple Grove: is they passed too many times in front of the net. Mm. Now the goal here that Gunderson scored was a too many pass goal, which. Uh, I, I, it's not too many if you score. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Possession's an interesting it's, thing. It, on Olympic-sized ice, it's it gets real bad real yeah. quick. And, and it's just like you have so much talent, Maple Grove. Just shoot the puck. I know. Just just shoot the puck. I'd rather have that problem than the other, than the opposite one. Not having it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I said like or chasing it. You can't you can't act like. Patrick Waugh is out there. You can't treat this goaltender like he's Patrick Waugh because Patrick Waugh does not play high school hockey. Right. And, and just I shoot it. Yeah. yeah. And decent showing for Centennial. They made the top 15. I think that's a decent team. I really like them. Yeah. Van Tassel's good. Yeah, okay, so... Carl's is good. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, well, how does that Section 5 line up? They have, do they have a fourth team? They have Rodgers, Maple Grove, mm, Totino. Oh, you know, that right? Champlin. And Champlin, Totino yeah. are fighting oh. for that 4-5 spot. No. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah that, that top seed matters. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want the two meat grinders. Right. Okay, I'll give it to you now, Tony. Is this the big butt? Big butt. <laughs> Buffalo. Two Moorhead. One. That's the big butt. Can can we get a bigger upset this year? Ugh, I don't can know. Can we? I don't know if we can. I don't know, man. This is bad. Mark that one down. As Shots in the somebody, first. Somebody get me a bigger upset this entire year than Buffalo beating, than beating Moorhead. Shots in the first period. 14 to 1. Moorhead. Mm-hmm. Goals. 1 nothing. 
buffalo. Ooh. <laughs> the sog <Yeah>. monster. <laughs> Tell Tristan that. They have hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just hate to see it. You hate to see it. And yeah. after they look so good, here's the thing. You didn't have bus legs. You drove no. down the night before. Okay, like I I don't you know blame what you're. The snow. Don't blame the snow. Like don't blame the barn. You've played there before. No, but I mean they're a late conference team. I get it. So you it's just intimidating. Have to, yeah, intimidating. It's intimidating. It's not about the jersey <laughs> that you wear. It's about the jersey they it's wear. A little patch on their jersey. That's yeah, just late the conference. conference. You look, start yeah. looking at banners. Yeah, and it's not Oof, good. Not good. <sighs> that game is ugly. Here's kind of an ugly score, too, but an impressive score as well. St. Cloud regular four, mm-hmm. Rogers two. That's that's for regular. A, not a big – It's an, it's not as big an upset with the one you just announced. But, but I saw just this. just as big an eye popper, I yeah. think. Yeah, I thought this one was interesting. It, this tells me – because I saw Rogers, and they are a very skilled team. It tells me that they can get uh, – that St. Cloud can shut down opponents. Mm-hmm. How does Brianna bring uh, the Royals back to life after this? I'm starting to believe that she might be the cancer I'm, of the I'm program. Sure she's oh, is she like Tony and Bloomington Jefferson? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't know. Don't know. Not not saying anything, but I know. But I saying, know. Something. saying something. It's just saying a little something there. I agree. Um, but good win for um, Pete St. And, Cloud. Yeah. Uh, do we have like a a magic touch? The magic touch. I think we have the magic touch. Yeah. Maybe. He's comes on the show with us. They have a little upset over Rogers. They're crushing it. Yeah. Who do we got next week? Who are we going to grace next week? I don't think that's going to work. Um, Blaine 4, Stillwater 3 in overtime. Mm -hmm. I I just think that if Stillwater is a 3-2 game over White Bear and an overtime game to Blaine, I think that's where you got to put Blaine. Okay, that's in my opinion. They yeah, also yeah. tied Maple Grove. I, I think that really has to do with the style that Maple Grove is currently throwing out there. Okay, and Giuliani wasn't playing in that game. All right, so it's Same. worth noting. Same. Okay, Same. Um, Delano two, Mountain West Tonka one. It's mm. interesting. Mm. It's interesting. That's that close. Yes. Yeah. It. it Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be okay, Delano. You you should put this away. They should beat them by two or three. Exactly. All right. And then the game I was at last night, Matamidi three, St. Thomas Academy two. <laughs> Just couldn't solve. There was a number of times yeah. that it was like the puck was there. <laughs> you could have scored. Yeah. And like and then no. Finish the sentence. Ben Dardis, the way he's playing right now, is the most dominant Minnesota high school goalie, most influential high school goalie since Hunter Shepard. Whoa. Whoa. What was the guy's name? Michael from uh, Bitzer. 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 Yeah, yeah. That, that was where my mind jumped to. That's yeah. my, that's yeah. what I think of. I, I just, I, Shepard. Shepard had such a good team in front of him. I, I saw that team look absolutely terrible. We all did, but, but, but when they were on, they were. I saw the Andersons fighting with each other so many times on that. <laughs> Drake and Dalton just could not stop yelling at each other. And so, like, that team was not healthy in front. But, but I'm just saying. Yeah. But in terms of, like, how he, how important he is and how much he is controlling the, then narr- I will, the narrative. I, I will give you that it's on. Bitzer. 
Okay. Or Zach uh, Zach Driscoll was in that category as well. Yeah. Um, but, he really but Dardis, yeah, they went Dardis, to state, didn't they? No. But Dardis has already won East won a state, state tournament. Not with Driscoll. I think he was a goalie. Yeah, yeah, they would say with Driscoll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. junior year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Senior yeah, year, St. Thomas beat them. No, he left. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, did he leave? He left. Okay. Because that yeah, was the yeah. that was the Nick year. Wolf year. That yeah. was his last um year at yeah. Yeah. Uh, he might have been a sophomore when he when he went. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. Anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. I I think that but, uh, Driscoll's in the conversation for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but but Dardis has already won a state tournament. He's already done that. As yeah. a sophomore. And he won it. Yeah. Yes. Literally won, won it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it wasn't like, I'm on the bench. Thanks. No, no I had no, 45 no. saves and be a superior Hermantown team. Yeah. 45 saves, and each one of them was uh, just an awesome oh, save. It, it, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I just got to thinking, you know, like at the end of the 2020s, I did an all-decade team, and, you know, like the most important players over the decade. It's like. So from 11 to 20? Yeah. He would with make their it. grad year, with their, with, as their grad year, so he would be in the next decade. Oh, yeah. He yeah, will yeah. make it. For this he, decade. Correct. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's yep. not any question. No. Yep. There's yeah. no question. Yeah. yeah, we have no idea who Mr. Hockey will be, but we have a very good idea. Oh, it's already over. Mm-hmm. Well, so well, barring injury, yeah. it's already yeah. over. Yeah, when um, Zane um, McIntyre, Zane Gothberg Whatever at the time was. Um, Zane guy from TRS. Yeah. They announced that in December, I want to say. <laughs> like... They could announce it right now. Yeah, it's over. Here's so you your good. trophy. Come on down. You good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we need to talk to Majorly? Marty. Marty. I, do they pick that too? Yeah, they do pick that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I'll talk. They don't pick him. We, we need to have an inquest. Yeah. yeah that's know. that's we're finding some office and we're burning it down. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, that's a that's all the games I have for that's this week. It? That was a loaded schedule of there games. There was a ton of games. There was a few eye poppers in there. This too. next week's going to be some really good ones. Yeah, there are a few. I think there's a few. Um, before we move on to the next segment, quick plug for our sponsor sponsors. Thanks to Trish Companies for sponsoring our double A and A TCR double A and A rankings, and uh, thank you to the Red and Black League uh, for their continued sponsorship of our programs. They're now adding. Speaking of Wisconsin, they're adding a program in uh, Western Wisconsin as well. So they're going to have locations yeah. in Hudson. They're going to be all over the map. That's kind of cool. This league dots the whole state. Um, if you're a JV player, varsity player, J gold player, you're just looking to get out and get some shinny, get some games in, 20 games in the spring, a league for that, 20 games in the fall, league for that, multi-sport athletes, fantastic opportunity. Look up redandblackleagues.com. Take it away with the interview with Tristan Sarsland, Danny. Well, thanks, Tony. Yes, we are joined here with senior Benilde St. Margaret's defenseman Tristan Sarsland. Tristan, how's it going? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Well, you know, we're recording, talking about hockey. Nothing better. Nothing Nothing better. better. (laughs) Right? Okay, let's jump into it. Tony, you want to start first with this? Yeah, well, uh, let's start with my namesake, Tony, and your grandpa, Tony. Uh, I I just got to roll up my sleeves here and... I've met your grandpa because of you, actually, uh, several different times being at games. I got got a chance to run into your grandpa in the hallways and, you know, been able to soak up some, you know, sponge a little bit off grandpa and learn some stuff about his, some stories of his. Uh, he's he's a, definitely a colorful character. What's it like <laughs> to have him as your grandpa uh, just being around and, and being in your life? I mean, honestly, it's great. I mean, 
especially just I mean hockey wise he's he's just awesome I mean he's always got he's always got stories to tell I mean stuff that you never even think of because he's coached coached forever and I mean there's also just also outside of hockey just just super fun to be around I mean we always go fishing together and I mean he's just just a great guy yeah so he's one of these guys that's like I feel like when I'm talking to him I'm ready to go out and skate for him because I feel like he's constantly coaching me or getting me pumped up for something like that. As your grandfather, is he doing the same to you too? Uh, oh yeah, always. I mean, whenever I see him, he's always, it's always, it's always just like that. I mean, he just got the super like, just positive, like fun energy about him, just like bringing everybody up. But it gets you like pretty, pretty intense too. So, but I actually really enjoy it, especially when he's calling me after games and. uh talking to me i think i think it's great yeah. do you get car coached by grandpa <laughs> uh yeah a lot i mean he's always he's always really good about helping me though and i mean he's just i mean it's never he's never anything in negative or anything either he's just always always building me up and just trying to help me out the best he can so i think it's awesome yeah. so it's i awesome. just have this mental image of you know, you know <laughs> seven-year-old tristan out on you know in the local rink and Tony just standing there yelling, "Body, body, body!" Go. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was uh, I was really young in squirts. I could even hear him like uh, he was yelling, "Stick, stick on yes, the puck!" Like yeah. when I was in squirts, and I just thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah, because that was you could hear oh, your grandpa oh, yeah. anywhere you were at a rink. I I remember coming home from college mm-hmm. and going to the Holiday Classic this week, and just your grandpa yeah, or. Or in the deck for a playoff game, just echoing through that whole building. Yeah, <laughs> wearing a leather yeah. jacket, just yelling intensely. <laughs> oh yeah, his voice just his voice just carries. You can always hear him. Mm-hmm. And he seems like someone who can just like flip on a switch too so for being you know calm, real nice guy off the ice to done this super intense in the moment. Oh yeah. Here's a story. Here's a story for you, Tristan. We were we had the big pumpkin in Moorhead. And uh, Trent Eigner's son was playing for Lakeville North at the time. Uh, Lee Smith's son was playing for um, for Eden Prairie, Wyatt. And um, you were playing for, why is that, all in the same tournament? I'm walking through the lobby at the sports center there, and or at the Moorhead Youth Rink, and there's three state champion coaches and me chatting, and I was like, and it was like, like this does this is the most Minnesota thing ever. And the reason I'm saying this story is, have you had moments like this with your grandpa, where he's introducing you to some old coach or someone he coached, or those types of moments? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, after after games, it'll be some person I've never seen before. He'll introduce me. It'll be end up being like a big time state tournament coach who's coached forever, or just any. Just any person I'd ever even think to meeting, and then he'd just be talking to me like some, and you know, any normal guy would. And I was just like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, that was Paul Martin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. I mean, I remember one time I went to I'd never met Paul Paul before, and I went to one of their Elk River, one of their Elk River games, and he just came up to me, and I'm like, with uh, with my grandpa, I'm like, who's this? And he just was like, yeah. So, and I told a fenceman. <laughs> like, no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's won. He's won a cup, hasn't he? No, yeah, I think Paul Martin's won a cup. Yeah, he played so. a long yeah, time. I think he won one of the Devils. I think. Yeah. yeah, he won a yeah. national championship. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about you a little bit, Tristan. You grew up in Wyzetta. You come over to Benilde. Why Benilde? Um, honestly, I just really, I just really like Coach Coach Paul. I mean, he talked to me, and I also really like the school. Um, how it's 
uh, it's a smaller class size, and I thought that'd be a better fit to me. But also, uh, our practice, I think our practice time, it really, it's uh, really beneficial because we get to go to practice at like 1.30 instead of, instead of after school. And so I think we get more time to practice and also I get more time to do, uh, do homework and stuff after school. So I think that was really beneficial. Is it like a study hall hour or something like that? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's our, instead of a study hall, we get to go, we just go, we go to practice instead. Hmm. Sounds like a hockey school. Yeah. Sounds fantastic (laughs) to me. I'd go for that. Quiz ball in the middle of the day would be hard. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Just saying, but okay, well that's kind of cool. So you, Come over to Benilde. Um, Carl, do you want to talk? Ooh, what was your question? I forget. Um, it was more about the team this year. Um, okay, yeah, you, and, and, and then I'll segue into yeah, trivia. Especially looking at things like your schedule. I think you know, last season you guys were like really backloaded in the schedule, right? You know, you had I think, a pretty easy stretch at the beginning, then a ton yep. of hard games. And this season is kind of the opposite. So how has that been so far? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just it's completely different. Because, I mean, last year we had went like, I think we won like 12 straight so it's mm-hmm. a lot easier games but this year it's just every game you gotta you gotta come gotta come ready even after like a tough a tough loss it's gonna be like two days you're playing another top 10 teams so you just gotta be every ready going especially for the young guys i mean it, they've employed that kind of competition right away and so right away they gotta just gotta tell them just you gotta come ready every game you can't can't think about what happened before let's talk about Six double A this year. It's probably the deepest section in uh, class two A. You got Edina, you got you guys, you got Wyzetta, Creighton's out, but Blake's in there. You, you got a lot of deep teams. Talk about kind of what you're looking forward to as you know come section time and everything. I mean, I just think it it really makes the sections that much more that much more fun. Like especially just the the semifinals because the atmosphere is kind of like a section final game to me. I mean, especially when we're playing like Wyzetto or like Redina or even Blake. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. So and and then after that, there's if you make the, the section final. I mean, you know, and then you know if you make the other section, you you have the legit chance to win state. So I just think it makes it really fun having packed buildings for every for every section game. It's just I think it's great. All right, Tristan, you ready for a little trivia? Uh, sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been nailing some people this year, so see how you can do here. All right. So your trivia question is, there are four numbers that have been retired by Benild. Whose are they? Uh, Grant Bessie. Mm-hmm. One. Andrew Alberts. Yep. yep. Uh, oh, Jack Jablonski. Yep. yep. And uh, is it Joe Schumann? I it is. Or Nailed it. Wow. 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 <laughs> See, we told you look, we'd make yeah. you look good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, uh, we were trying to guess beforehand. We were like, Troy Riddle, and we were totally wrong. <laughs> we so. were wrong. We were wrong. Yeah. We had no idea. Wow. Breathe. You did well. We had no clue. I was I was worried about it. I didn't know if I was going to do it. <laughs> okay, um, Tristan, you want to stay around for pickums? Yes, I would. Okay. All right. Normally, Tony, you transition okay. that. That's no, why no, I was no. pointing to you. Frantic pointing. Uh, That's fine. Okay, That's fine. so I got some games that aren't pick them, so let's read those off. Lakeville North, Lakeville South plays this week on Tuesday yep. to mm-hmm. kind of a preview of a section final, more than likely. Yep. Um, yeah. Mount West Tonka, Monticello. Duluth East Cloquet. Yeah, which I won't be mm-hmm. at. Yeah, that's a, a sad a good Carl. game in 1993. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, Tony. <laughs> You're ruining that joke. You're just dad joking that joke now. 
I love that joke. Okay, that's what a dad would say. It's my All wet right. blanket move. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we got Chaska Minnetonka, which should be a good mm-hmm. game. Um, Rogers versus Rozo. Interesting mm-hmm. one. Rogers and then Warroad. They're going yep. up there for, a, yep. let's call it a home and home. Going ice fishing. <laughs> there you go. Um, Alex Eastgram Forks. Minnetonka Moorhead has some interest to see how Moorhead kind of plays in which that Moorhead game. The which, yeah, which Moore, Moorhead? <laughs> the Moorhead that showed up on Friday or the Moorhead that showed up on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then St. Thomas Hill Murray. And then uh, Benild plays Holy Family on Saturday as well. Okay. So, when do they play? When do they play Creighton? They play Creighton on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, I see Dinah Holiday Classic. Yep. That's a oh. great game. Wow, yeah, the Holiday Classic night is filled with good games, and some of them are pickums. Tony, yes, let's read them off. Uh, all right, uh, let's go. We're going up north. You and I have been to this game. Yes, Warroad goes down to East Grand Forks for a game. I get to go first. You're the young buck on this show, Tristan. You go last, and then we we snake back to you to lead us off later on in the pick So I'm going to go with Warroad as my pick. Carl? I will do the same. I think I trust them a little more at this point than I do EGF. All right. Home yeah. ice. It doesn't matter. I'm We're still all going Warroad. Warroad. Three Warroads. We're all going Warroad. To see if Tristan will sucker into a little Jackson Panzer East Grand love mm-hmm. here. You got that, or you want you want to stick with Warroad? I mean, uh, I mean, Panzer's Panzer's great, but I think I got to stick with Warroad too. I mean, all they right. got a good team this year. Yeah. All right, we're gonna put the gooch on those guys. So Carl, you go first on this pick. Uh, where is this game? Andover and Maple Grove. This game is at Olympic Size Ice at the Community <laughs> Center, right next My to favorite. your pool yep. and your split three parking at a four-way stop sign. That is Maple Grove. Oh, and wait—I mean, as opposed to the Andover Community Center, which is such yeah, a it's about the same. Yeah. Thing. You got a subway there? No, the subway's gone. Peter told me the subway's. But gone. will there be a craft show? Probably. I, yeah. Anyways, just you can put up with this, Tristan. Yep. Just, just trust me. We'll get to hockey. The here roster eventually. sheet portion. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, anyway, Carl. Who do you got in this I'm one? I'm taking Maple Grove. Oh, okay. Hmm. hmm. I'm torn on this one. That's, that's why it's a pick. And over. And over. No, the pass happy. The pass happy Leaf Birds are going to keep doing their thing. All right, Tristan. I don't know who to take on this one. So you're gonna, you're gonna, whoever you take, I'm gonna take the opposite. All right, all right. I mean, I think Thorson's really good on Andover. Yes. But I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go Maple Grove too. Yeah. Like, uh, Gunderson, they're, they're they're so good. Yeah. I'm gonna they're go they're very solid. I I like to keep it uh, a little balanced. So I I'm literally flip a coin on this one. Uh, Andover came out firing all guns blazing on Saturday, right? They cretined the yeah. Holy Family. Yeah. So I think they're gonna be hot now that Cooper Conway's back. I'm going to go Andover on that one. Mm-hmm. So third game, Danny, you get to lead off this one. This is the game that Tristan does not want to pick. Uh, he can't win on this one at all, no matter yeah, what. There's no win for me. No win. <laughs> I love it. So Hill Murray, why is that? Where's this one? East Hill. Aldrich. It's at Aldrich. Okay. All right. Uh, who do you got, Danny? I have Wyzetta. You're going Wyzetta. I, I just uh, I have yet to see Hill not be boring 
So you're going to go with Wyzetta, which is always really exciting. The most boring yeah. team ever. <laughs> well, when when in a boring game, choose a boring team. The least boring team. The uh, yeah, boring less boring. Game. All right. Yeah. All right, Tristan, there's no win for you on this call one. Call them yeah. boring for Hill me. Murray, a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, call Hill Murray boring. That'd be even better. We pretty much called Wyzetta boring already by not going to Wyzetta to go to a more interesting team, Benilde, right? This is a really big yeah. leap. That's a leap, but it was really Keep shy. trying, Tony. Keep trying. All right, Tristan, oh, who do you man. got? Hill and Wyzetta. Um, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go Hill Murray. Yeah, I think I feel like they're going to win. All right. Yes. What yeah. What do you like yeah. about Hill when you played them? Or, uh, because that was your guys' first game and Hill's first game, too. Mm, yes, I was there. Second game, they played Hill Saturday. They played Hill no, on Tuesday. Play, Tuesday. Oh, that's right. They played him yeah, before. Tuesday. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Tuesday. It was Hermit. It was. Yeah, just, I mean, just let Tristan talk. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah, and I mean, I think they were. I mean, they, they always, whenever I play them, they always just have great, great systems. I mean, it's always tough to break their neutral zone and D zone coverage. But, I mean, we've we got a few there. So I think that, that really helped us. But they, and I mean, Erickson, Erickson's a great goalie, too. So it's always tough to score on him. All right, I'm going to go agree with him on this one. I'm going to mm. go Hill-Murray. Okay. Yeah, this is a tough one for me. They're my two favorite teams. I get to see them in person. <laughs> yes. uh, it's going to well, be a big day you, for now me that you on don't like yeah. East, Now that you don't like East, you got to you got to pick up a yeah. new favorite yeah, team. But, so. uh, Carl and I will both be at this game mm-hmm. on Wednesday. All right. But I think I'm going to go with the Trojans. Are you? Yeah. So uh, a good buddy of yours, uh, Dylan Godbelt, went, yeah. Got the most last Yeah, week. he got four. He got Danny four. got two. I got two. Really? And Tony got one, I got right? One. Oh, oh, can we take a timeout? Like I, yeah. I thought we had better. the holiday classic games as one of the pick-ems. We don't. We don't. Oh, oh, like we, who's going to win them? You, well, I didn't, I didn't mention the does holiday classic. Does anybody care about the holiday classic? I do. And, and <laughs> I, Danny I do. does. I don't. Okay, the holiday classic is going on this week with Elk River. Speaking of Tony Sarsland. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eden Prairie, Grand Rapids, and Edina. It's a round-robin tournament over at Braemar. Carl and I will be there on Thursday. Thank you. Okay, so bye. That's all we're going to say? We're not going to pick it? Uh, no. There's only one game on worth list. picking. There's only one good game. game. And that's the Edina Grand Rapids at 1030 on Tuesday. <laughs> or Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. Yes. <laughs> Midnight face-off. <laughs> the nice thing about that is we could go to the Bill, Bill Creighton game before it. We really could. We really could. Yeah. Is it actually at 10.30? No, no, no. no, no, no it no, oh. never starts on at, at 8.30. Okay, you've oh. played at Braemar a number of times, right, Tristan? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Have you yeah. ever been to a game that actually starts on time at Braemar? Ever. <laughs> I, I have not. Actually, <laughs> never. It's always I, something. Have you ever led in shots at a game at Braemar? <laughs> 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 they never the the, the I, I, shot clock always favors so. Edina. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm just no matter what we do. No matter what you do, when you play them this year, I forget where it's at. If it's, it's at, at Braemar, I think you're losing in shots. You in won't that win game. the shot battle. You, you might, might win, win the game, game, but you'll lose in shots. Every <laughs> all right. So next yeah. game, this is this is his game, right? You get to no, go well, first no, on this, her, right? Oh, Town, uh, future opponent Montemidi and past opponent Hermantown. Hermantown. Minus uh, Samplant. Make sure we're Yeah. Um, well yeah. maybe. T B D T B D. Uh I'd say strong possibility. Um what you want to go first on this one? Or he, he goes on this one. Uh, yeah. who do you like on this one? Hermantown or Montemidi? Am I going first? Yes. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, I mean 
I mean, Zam is the X factor. Cause I mean, they're they're so good when he plays. I mean, but Dardis is so good too. I gotta, I'm gonna go Matamita. I think. I think Dardis Ooh. holds him in it, and they and they won it. That's a great pick. I like it. I like that pick. We're gonna we're gonna get to know what what Hermantown looks like without Zam for the next whatever days weeks it is. Mm-hmm. Um, what with with Zam, you guys played them. In a really yeah. well, probably one of the best games I've seen this year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on that that Friday night game, what was your takeaway about that game? Just give us you know thirty seconds. What you thought of that game? You know, it's five five, epic. You know, back and forth type game. Well, first of all, I just thought it was great since we had so many fans there in the student section. That's mm-hmm. like my first home game I've had that was filled out like that. So that was super fun, and I mean, it was just electric, just back and forth. I mean. Adam had that great goal, and then Sam got one. It was just back and forth the whole game, and came down that last minute, and they they got the final one. But I still thought it was just a really good, just a really good back and forth battle. They're, All right, yeah, they're really good this year. Yeah, we yeah. never really got to talk. You know, you, you interview the the winning team guy. The next day you get interviewed, but we didn't really get your guys' thoughts on that. But I'm sure, even despite losing in a close game, uh, it was it must have been a, a great atmosphere to to participate in. Yeah, for sure. It was awesome. All right, you go Matamita. I, I agree. I think I'm going to stick with you on that one, Tristan, and go Matamita and see if these guys will uh, fall, take the bait, and pick against the number one team in the state like we did. Nope. You're going not out. Yep. You're, you're going Hermantown? Yep. Oh, okay. In the regular season. All right, you're going and, Herm- and Oh, that's right. The streak. This is, this is the rematch. Yeah, and this is also, of course, the rematch of the rematch of twenty twenty game a couple years ago. This is a good game. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of three o'clock at Saint Croix Valley Rec Center. Join me uh, and to- only me. Yeah, he's really <laughs> looking for friends this week. Just <laughs> yes. laying out his schedule. Yeah. yeah why yeah. not? And, so, and anyways, who are you gonna take in this one? Mad is the streak? Wow. St- I'm the only one. Yep. Is the streak still I, it's alive? It's intact. They have not lost to, to a Class A opponent since 2013. I pick you against the regular Tristan? season. Really? Well, we, here we just did. We no, picked Montemite yep. to beat Hermantown, who has not lost a regular, a regular season, season game to a Class A opponent oh. since 2013. Oh, oh my God! So Do you know who Austin? Improbable. Do you yes. know who Austin Paganski is, Tristan? <laughs> I do not. No. Yeah, he, he was played like at Cloud, then. didn't he? No. <laughs> no, he played at North Dakota. Maybe St. Cloud. I don't know. He played maybe at Cathedral. At, yeah, I know that. I think he, he played at North Dakota. He played right. at North Dakota. He's been graduated for so long from college, you don't even know who he is. Right. Okay? And he was <laughs> Cathedral's best player that year. 2013. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's... That's that, how long the win streak wow. has gone. He's been married a long time. now. <laughs> he has a kid. <laughs> Poor Austin Pagansky. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got a family. Is that what you said, Tristan? He's got a family? Yes. He's got a oh, kindergartner. God. He's got a mite. Yeah. We are off the rails. What did you end up taking? I'm taking Matamita. I yeah, really I, I am the only one in town. Yeah, I We're I liked Dardis this when yes, I saw him he's yesterday. The, he's, he's the best the, goalie in the state. He's the real deal. Sorry, Nick Erickson. He is the best goalie in the state. Or Marco Bellic. Yeah. I mean, he, no, it's not even it's, close. It, Dardis is that good. Yeah, he might let some goals in in this game, but he's going to save enough. Yeah, I agree with that. That's why I think I'm going that way. All and right. they have supporting characters yeah. on. It, that's a deep team. Yeah, Montemita. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right, let's do this. The last pick, it's the Benilde uh, Cretan at, at the 
Charles Schultz, Schultz Arena. If yeah. you thought that St. Louis Park was sold out, Tristan, <laughs> just wait till you see a quarter of the fans sell out the chuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that place <laughs> is a five-person sellout. So. Yeah, it, there's a hundred people there. It'll be sold out. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> have you played there before? Yeah, I played there last year in the yeah the section last. semifinal. Oh, yeah. that's right. I was at that game. Yeah. Oh, you went. <laughs> yes, I went. I was there. What was that game like? Well, how many fans were there? It was. Uh, 25? Yeah. It, was, it wasn't full, full. Yeah. No, it was just a decent amount. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what you guys were, they were the number one seed. You were the four seed. So you did you feel like it was an upset beating those guys? Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, we we, keep, we didn't really come in with that mindset, though. We just came in and just, we're just going to try to, uh, we feel like they're probably like their first test they played, and we felt mm-hmm. like we can beat them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm thinking about. And, yeah. and you had that tough schedule down the stretch, too. That would probably mm-hmm. help, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, never pick, uh, just like the guest never picks against his team, I never pick the guest team. So I'm We're going to interview a kid from Laverne or, or La Crescent Hoka, <laughs> and they're going to be playing Hermantown, and you're going to be like. <laughs> I know. It's going to happen one of these days. But I'm going to stick with the uh, script here, and I'm going to pick against you guys and take Cretan. I think they will. I don't know if they will Cretan you. That that's a term we turn you for a blowout. Um, but I, I, I'm going to take Cretan. Who are you going to take, Carl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those Raiders are ready for some revenge. I, they got kind of humbled at that yes. last year. So yeah, yeah, they might have a little revenge on yeah, the. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm going Cretan. Their, their diet. How about you, Danny? Can Danny pick Yeah, Creighton? no, I'll go Creighton. I, I, All right. I, I like it. I just, like right. it. I Benil, love the week where we Benil needs a bounce back, but is it there? I don't know. I don't know. You never know. Who do you got, Tristan? You got uh, no, Benil or Creighton? I'm taking the I'm taking the Red Knights. All right. Oh, that's oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't believe it. What a yeah. homer. <laughs> yeah, just going for the odds there. <laughs> what a homer. What a homer. <laughs> well, we've had a blast. Uh, say hi to your grandpa the next time you see him. Uh, we, we really enjoyed having you on the show. And uh, thank you, Carl and Danny, for putting together a great show and our response to the Red and Black League. Tristan Sarsland from Benilde St. Margaret's, thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, guys. It was fun.